Hi, I'm Casey Kalsman, a 2022 Mirage Challenge scholarship winner, and here's what Mirage Challenge means to me. It means staying true to myself and not giving in to peer pressure. It means saying no to underage drinking and never getting into a vehicle with a driver who is impaired. It means setting a positive example for generations to follow. It means growing old and helping others do the same. I'm Casey Kalsman, and I accept Mirage Challenge. I hope you join me and show that you too are viewed tough. Today's podcast is presented by Thriftway Superstops. Stop by your neighborhood Thriftway today and find a clean, friendly, professional, and safe environment. You will never find a casino at Thriftway. Thriftway's fountain drinks also taste just like they are supposed to. That is a big deal for me, and I definitely cannot say that about other convenience stores. Download the TLC app and every sixth fountain drink is free. You can also take advantage of big discounts on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, and fresh brewed coffee. TLC members also receive five cents off every gallon of top-tier fuel each and every day. Stop by your neighborhood Thriftway today because everybody deserves some TLC. Thriftway Superstops is a proud sponsor of the Buttecast. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Buttecast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world. You, America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Woo-hoo! Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Proud to be from Butte, America, USA. Paul Panisco has a new job in the athletic department at Montana Tech. Basically, he is Chester to Tech Director of Athletics Matt Steppen, Spike. He's going to do anything that Matt says. For the first time in three decades, Paul will not be employed by a Butte radio station. He worked all but one of those years at KBOW, where he became widely known for his quick wit in the mornings and his stellar play-by-play in sports. The best thing I can tell you about Paul's game broadcasts is that Carroll College fans can enjoy a game he calls just as much as Montana Tech fans. Sure, he might get just a little bit more excited when the Ordiggers score, but he is not a homer. He never has been because he has too much respect for the game and the athletes and coaches participating in it. It is not a biased statement when I say he should be calling games nationally somewhere. He really is that good. I have known Paul since we sat next to each other in Mrs. Rose's driver's ed class in 1989. We worked together at KBOW for a decade, and we were both part of the sports radio show KBOW Overtime for 15 years. We have spent a ton of time together in cars, too, chasing the Bulldogs and Ordiggers around the state. Paul is greatly missed on the local airwaves, but Ordigger fans can still hear him broadcasting home games on the school's YouTube page. You can find links to watch and listen to those games at GoDiggers.com. You can also find Paul at the Hypercomplex helping run the huge production That is Montana Tech Athletics. Yesterday, I sat down and talked with Paul for the first time in about a year. It was his birthday. He's going to claim that he's 49, but we all know it's closer to 79. Listen in as Paul talks about his great radio career and how he got to work with people like Timmy Beggs, Dennis John Nettles, Pat Schulte, Pat Carney, and Ron Davis. Listen in as he talks about the inception of the KBOW helicopter and some of his favorite bits over the years. Listen as he talks about broadcasting games and his excitement for his new gig at Montana Tech. Today's podcast closes out a great week on the Buttecast. We caught up with legendary Butte High coach John McElroy before hearing an important story from Tanya Murray. 
We will have some more conversations coming up next week, including one with a former Little League teammate of mine who excelled in completely unnecessary Pete Rose slides at Northwest Little League. The suggestions for guests keep coming in, and I really do appreciate that. Penisco was suggested by several people, but he was demanded by former Bulldog and ore digger Chris Opie, and I do what Chris Opie says. Then I give him my lunch money. Please support our great sponsors of the Buttecast because they really are the ones who bring us these fun conversations. Be sure to tell them thank you and tell them you heard them on the Buttecast. Now, let's catch up with one of my oldest friends and one of the best radio guys to ever live, Paul Panisco. Right, Paul, happy birthday. Thanks, Foles. 56? 57? <laughs> uh, 49. Yeah, I should be able to remember how 49. old you are. 49. 49. Did you ever think we would make it this far in life? Like, truly, if, if we asked ourselves when we were 17 years old, are you going to make it to, and I, I almost said, are you going to make it to 50? Yeah. But and I still have That's a really good air, chance. Yeah. Yeah. There's a real good you, chance I'm not going to get it. I'm closer than you are, but you got, you got a whole ways to go. I would still bet the over. But uh, did you ever think we'd honestly make it this far? Yeah, I thought you would because you you were kind of a clean living guy. You didn't you didn't drink. What? I just I, when you walked in my office, there was a box I, of donuts. I, I, guess, I guess I never took into consideration your Homer style uh, eating. Uh, there was a box of <laughs> donuts, Foley. A whole box, and it's still there. It's still there. But That's it's your awesome. birthday, though. Yeah, Peach is going to come running down here. He just heard that. Yeah, Peach is coming. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought you'd probably make it because you never drank alcohol like I did. Okay. You know, so you, I figure you'd probably get a pretty good run. Me, well, though, I wasn't. Every time I hung out with Jay Bickford, I always thought there was a pretty decent chance <laughs> this was it. <laughs> I, can, I can understand that. I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, up? Not much. I just wanted to check in on you. I haven't real, we haven't really sat down and talked that much in forever, like a year. We, we went 15 years talking all the time. Yeah. And uh, it was almost, I mean, it was like an amicable divorce, an amicable divorce, don't you think? Yeah. We, yeah. we both kind of came away and, you know. I didn't have any kids to fight over. No, nothing like that. I mean, we were, we were fine with who owned the cars. It was all good. <laughs> yeah. No fighting over the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your dog's too big for me to. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want either of them? <laughs> no. I'm dealing with my little guy uh, tore his ACL the other night or the equivalent to the ACL. And that now, is so crazy. Yeah. That's another one where the amount you hear that lately and, you know, growing up. Yeah. I, I mean, it obviously had to happen, but you never remember yeah, hearing it never heard it yeah we didn't even take our dogs to get booster shots when you know we, yeah, they drank the mine the, the water in the mine dumps and the puddles you know and so what what's the the uh what's the medical treatment for an acl on a dog what do you have to do the, well apparently i thought maybe you could it depends on where you look if you look online you can just put a brace on it it's just the happiest dog ever it can be but also that's a website that's selling braces yeah you talk to the vet and they're like nah you don't want to do you want to do surgery and you know, and that's anywhere from you know twenty two hundred dollars to forty two hundred dollars for a little little guy. Yeah, yeah. And we we asked how much to cut his leg off. Yeah, that is an option. Okay, <laughs> but it's, it's his back leg, which is where they tear their ACLs in the back leg, and uh, it's kind of tough on him. You know, so I'm carrying him around a lot, taking him outside to go go to the bathroom. So you go pee together in the front yeah, we, room, right? We, we pee together. <laughs> I mean, you do live on the hill. That's what they do up there. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's, it's it's pretty kosher up there, yeah. To, to just do that, so <laughs> so now we, we got to do that. That's the well, that's a rough thing. Is uh, 
trying to figure out what to do. You know, in the vets, they don't just tell you, here's what you have to do. Yeah. They're like, well, you, you can. can do this, you can do this, you can do this, you know. And I'm like, oh, just tell me what to do. I, that's all I want to be done. I want to be told what to do, Paul. Making decisions is hard. Yeah. Well, mm. and it, yeah, especially for dogs. Yeah. That would be hard. Yeah, and it, and he's doing good other than his back leg. He's, Does he just, like, keep it up? He doesn't put any weight on it kind of deal? Is he just hobbling on three? Or yeah, is he, he's hobbling on three, and he'll – and, of course, now we got the, the you know, laminated floors or hardwood floors and oh, of course. in the house, and, of course, he slips. Yeah. You know, it's because he can't – there's no stability when you just got one leg there. It kind of just goes out, and he falls down a lot. We can make him one of those little racing carts. <laughs> yeah. <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> you just put both hind legs up, and we'll just yeah. make him a little cart, and it'll be good. There's a little dog up the street for me on Zerelda that – doesn't have use of her legs. Uh, Salvi, remember Salvi? Oh, yeah. He, worked, yeah. he uh, they had the dog. They figured like a, an eagle or a crow or something came in and tried to grab it and broke its back. Okay. And she's the cutest little thing. She runs up and down barking at you with the slowest bark. You, you know, she's trying to bark loud, but and she's running up and down the street or up and down the yard, just dragging her back legs. Okay. And, and they put diapers on her when she goes inside. And they have a wagon for her too, but she just... The happiest dog. Yeah, yep. I, I've used her as an example for my son when he's down and about, you know, when he was going through trouble. Like, oh, yeah. look at that dog. <laughs> that dog does not complain and she doesn't have use for two legs. <laughs> She's my inspiration. Okay. That's pretty good inspiration. Yeah. I'll give you that. But uh, so you're you're up at Montana Tech now, Paul. I am. I had a feeling someday this would happen that you would be working at Montana Tech. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I know, I, I guess it was always kind of the hope, I, you yeah. know, when it boils down to it. Um, you know, I, it's one of those that you realize, you know, as time goes, the things that you really enjoy in life. Yeah. Um, and, and the things I always look forward to were, were sports, you know, whether it be tech or Butte High. Um, that's that's what I always look forward to. And the idea of it becoming the everyday is yeah. is pretty outstanding. So are you uh, playing Chester to uh, Matt Steppen's spike? You completely. Know, hey, hey, completely. Go, hey, Matt, you want to go beat up a, I, you go beat up a saint? That, dude, that's saint? it. That is complete. <laughs> I, I hold I hold no illusion that is I am anything other than that. You know, yeah. I, I'll have... Uh, you know, the stream, and we'll certainly talk about that as we go. But, um, you know, I, you, you've talked to Matt Stepp and you know Maddie real well, and I think most people do. And he just works incredibly hard. Yeah. And, and he has, you know, fires, he has irons and fires, not only in Butte, but everywhere in the world, and, and trying to help him gather some of that and, and make things better for, for student athletes here in the Mining City. Uh, and that's kind of what I'm looking forward to doing. You know, yeah. we've already had some really cool stuff uh, go already. And, um, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm excited to see what we look like in a year, you know, yeah. after we are, or we're able to get to a normal pace and kind of go, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's real exciting. Yeah. That's, uh, I think a lot of people are excited too. Uh, you, you, of course you, last year you did the games for the YouTube yep. for the streaming yep. anyway, yep. which it was really, it, it was a weird year, not hearing you on the radio, yeah. like getting in the car and, and hearing. It, it was weird not doing them. And, yeah. and I, I, and especially when I think about Butte High, I mean, you and I, I think we both look at Ari as as one of our favorite people. Like I, I he's all right. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, he's yeah. all right. You might uh, be listening, so he's all right. I, I just do it. Like I love Ari. I love his system. I love his program. Uh, I, I love Butte High School. You know, and and I, I didn't when I was there, even <laughs> well, remotely. And nobody well, in that building loved me either. You weren't there a whole lot. Uh, no, I mean that's a good point. Yeah. I mean there there wasn't a whole lot of time spent in the building. Um, <laughs> just as long as my mom doesn't hear it. Yeah. Um, but. I, I just being away from those that that was hard last year. You know, I, I would yeah. walk in and, you know, walk in over on the kind of the I don't even know what the, the entrance would be, but sit at about the five yard line and, you know, just kind of watch games and be a part of it. But it was that was hard yeah. and not doing Butte High games is still hard. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was just it was really 
a part of me, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah, we kind of both went through similar things. Heck yeah. You know, last year, because, you know, I was at the games too watching. Yeah. You know, my boys playing, was in the freshman team last year, and I was on JV. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's those were the kind of times where I, I had to look in. I wasn't going to be able to just cover sports like I did forever when my son's playing. Yep. You know, because. Well, that's the you, right thing you, to do. You can't miss and play, nope. and then you don't want to be the guy who's. You know, if yep. he does something good, <laughs> you don't want to be the guy writing about your own son. Yep. yep. You know, but it was kind of weird. And then we get a lot of, I assume you get the same thing I get. You know, you need to start writing about sports, cover the sports. And yep. you, I'm sure you got, get, you need to be on the radio. Where you, this. you probably yeah, where, got that. Where, where you at? Yeah. Where, what are you doing? Why, why aren't yeah. you calling these games? You know, the yeah. amount of texts and calls and, yeah. um, it, 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 it double edged sword because it felt really good that, that people cared. Yeah. Um, uh, but the other side of that, you're just like, well, yeah, I mean, that's just, that's, that's the, the way of things, you know, I, yeah. they're, they're not ours and, you know, I, I wish everyone the best and move forward and let's go. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was really strange going from, you know, we were just neck deep and beyond and all of it. And then we go to almost bone dry last year, you know, you're like, whoa, yeah. this is kind of strange, but it, it did help doing the streams last year um, for Montana tech. And, and that will be, you know, that, that will be first and foremost yeah. for me now. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. it'll be, be on the YouTube channel yep, or whatever. Yeah. You just, uh, on godiggers.com, the YouTube channel, uh, we'll have a ton of links out and, and things for it for, you know, for everybody listening and not only locally, but, you know, nationally with all our alum, uh, that'll be, that'll be my pride now is, is the stream yeah. and, and putting together uh, a great product. Uh, you know, luckily I have Haskett still with me. Um, he's, he's done games 18 years with me. Has he really? Can you believe that? It's 18 years. Well, he was in his 30s when he started with yeah, Isn't that nuts? <laughs> like, you think about the time we have done this, Foles. I mean, we, yeah. we always talked about, you know, Brucey, and, and obviously Bruce Saylor, uh, you know, has done it for... He's in year 51. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and the idea that we have done it as long as we have is just staggering to me. And I, I remember, you know, Haskett and I, um, we were in line at the old Dairy Queen on Harrison Avenue because, you know, Shannon and I's first house was on C Street. Um, she was pregnant with Sull. And I had walked over to get us Dairy Queen, and I would say us, but I probably was just eating, getting Dairy Queen yeah. for myself. Well, you got two of them, and then yeah, I mean, I walk home. I'm fat. Um, and Haskett was there with Delaney on his shoulders, and we started talking about football, and and he was you know talking about the broadcast and that, and he's like, hey, if you know if you ever need help, just let me know. And I'm like, okay, you're my color guy. Yeah. Um, and that's that how was it that was it. That was 2005. Then that was that's where we started. He is he one of the easiest guys to work. Of course, you have Thatcher in football or yeah. basketball. My color guys are the best in the yeah, world. But but he's you guys work so both with both with both guys. You work very well with them. They don't yeah. step on you. You don't step on them. No, and I, that's that's got to be. I mean, that's not that's rare. And when you're watching watching the NFL on Fox, you know the guys are stepping on each other. Yeah, but you I, guys seem to just be smooth. You know, it's it's strange. I think I think we all get really mad if we do. So yeah. I, I like we the amount of self-loathing that will happen during a commercial. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if anybody was ever in the booth with Haskett and I, and even worse with JT sometimes, like if we're driving home, we'll kind of critique the game. We'll mm -hmm. go, all right, so I thought this was really good. I thought that transition was great. I, you know, and you kind of go through there. Yeah. And then inevitably, one of us, and normally JT will start and he'll be like, oh, I, I walked all over you after that commercial. <laughs> and it was just awful. Uh, but that's a that's a big thing that we all get really mad about. And yeah. and I think we do everything we can to try not to. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you approaching the games the same way you did? And uh, like I mean, because you're, you're known as not being a homer. Yeah. You know, now that oh, you're yeah. working for tech, there could be. Is there any? I don't pressure. They, they, no. they, they don't tell you, hey, you're 
you're, you're going to have a t- signature call for Ardigger touchdowns, no. like like Joniak with touchdown, touchdown bear. You, you know, know no, I don't, I don't think so. And and I think you know, I mean, if I, I don't, I don't think I'd be hired if that were the case. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's just who I am. It's how I call yeah. a game. Uh, I don't think if you're listening, I think people probably realize that I I, I like the frontier. I, I'm I'm for everybody, but I think you realize I'm a tech guy. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I don't. I'm, I'm certainly not going to approach games differently. I love no. that you know you and I are such research people. You know, yeah. I, I love numbers. I love history. You know, and I'm, I'm like I've got all my August games ever that Tech has played written on my board and <laughs> with notes and stuff. And uh, I that's the stuff that I can concentrate on a little bit more. You know, yeah. I, I love having that side of it. Um, yeah. So I, those are the kind of things I'm really looking forward to having more of. Uh, and and a little bit better access to as we go. Yeah, and I think you're pretty well known around the state as being the guy that both sides can listen to. Yeah, you know, like I try to be. You, yeah, you're trying. You know, Billings West, Butte, you're over there. The Billings West fans would be able to listen to you yeah. and enjoy the game as yeah. much. And that's not the case if you're listening the other way around. Usually, no, not usually. Yeah, and it. I don't want to say all of it comes from. I, so I received an email years ago, and I wish I still had it. Uh, but we were. Uh, it was. It we Tech was playing at Western. Uh, it was right when Tommy Lee took over. Yeah. And uh, if you remember Tommy Lee's roster, when when he came in, he had an awful lot of Hawaiians. He had a lot of Samoans. Yeah, a lot of tough he, names to it, say. It really, and that was the case. And I, it was Pat Shelty and I. And I remember Pat Shelty and I were sitting in the stands. We were on the other side from the, the press box. We were sitting, you know, with the tech families. Yeah. Uh, we had a, an extension cord run to a, a house on the other side of the, the alley. Uh, and, and Shelty and I were sitting there, and we had the full list of names. And at halftime... We were trying to pronounce them, you know, we're like, we, we were kind of going, all right, let's try this. You know, yeah. I mean, we, the two of us are, are the, you know, the, we're sad sacks, but let's, let's try and yeah. do the names. So we went through the names and, and afterwards we're like, but we promise that the next time we see them next year and when they're on the field, we'll have, them. I'm like, yeah. I, I promise we'll have them. Uh, and I remember I got an email from a grandma who was listening on the stream, which that would have been a long time ago, listening yeah. on the stream. Um, and she listened on the stream and she was from Hawaii and one of her grandsons was on the Hawaii roster or was on the, you yeah. know, was one of the, the Hawaiians on the, the Western roster. Um, and she just said she, she truly appreciated that we tried and that we, she knew we, we were going to have it the next time. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just, a, it was a really lovely message. Yeah. And, and that's that same thing where, you know, you'd never know who's listening. You, you never know. And, and you can't, I, I'll never be the good guy, bad guy stuff. You know, yeah. I, that just drives me insane. Yeah. You know? yeah, I, 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 I don't like when guys do that. No, you know, even on for my team, you know, if, if you're listening, no, you know, I'm watching the Bears or the Red Sox. I don't want to, I don't want to hear that. You know, I want to just a straight game. And doesn't it feel like it's gotten worse again that way? It's it's horrible. And if you listen to like NFL even or, national or college football, yeah. is bad. And yeah. and national broadcasts are they're really, really hard to listen yeah. to sometimes. But yeah, so that's. I don't know. That's the way I am. And getting I, I the like, names, that's, that's, you've been, always been pretty good at that. I remember, I always used to have to spell them. Yeah. And we, it's funny, all, because you and I, I, I would get yeah. number, I'd say number six. Yeah. And you're, you're like, uh, was it Demery, the running back? Uh, Demery, yeah. Demery, I see, yeah. I, I, I have a heck of a time with that one, but you were on top of that one right off the bat. There, and there are times, I mean, it's, and it's still funny. There, there are names that I know that I mispronounce that it still like bothers me. Yeah. You know, and it's, I don't know. It's just those those grudges you pack, and yeah. um, you just want to do right by everybody. Yeah, and, and that's and that's important to people because that's you, you know I did the PA a couple of times mm-hmm. for Legion baseball this year. And PA uh, is hard. Yeah, it's 
So I was trying to juggle, play walk. The kids want a walk up song. So I'm yeah. trying to juggle the, you know, you, you've seen me run a radio board trying to juggle two yep, I have. once. It's not, I, I, so I'm going back and forth. I'm trying to get, this guy wants this song to start at 17, 17 seconds, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So I'm trying to get that. And then the one pitch outs are really, oh, I didn't have. <laughs> you weren't ready. Yeah, yeah. I got you. But when you get the name, that's the first thing people are, are mad about is if you say a name yeah. wrong. Yeah. You know, so I, I would always go down and, you know, I'd talk to the coach and ask his pronounced names. And there was one guy, I think it was a Dylan coach. <laughs> said it's even better if you mispronounce them because we then we start calling them that and <laughs> we have more fun with it because because i think they get <laughs> they and, and, and they go. do and we've been been on the road you know teams i mean no one pronounces dites or no you know, or or no. even you know other all kinds of names are mispronounced it's yeah. it's it's funny the names that you don't expect to be mispronounced that are mispronounced like they should be easy like lubick was mispronounced a lot on okay the road. <laughs> that's interesting i it's funny to me where the one that always People always ask me because we, yeah. we, you know, people always ask me about names and like, how do you remember names? Yeah. And, um, you know, how do you, how are you able to do that? And it's funny, the ones that always come up are uh, the Indian names, you know, I mean, as far yeah. as, you know, like Running Crane or Famous Left Hand and uh, some my of those. name of all time. It is. It's mine too. But those are so easy because it's, it's, it's not, you know, Josh Anderson. Yeah. You know, and, and there are Josh Andersons everywhere. Yeah. Um, but it, when that's way harder for me when you have, you know, like two or three of the same name on a roster if they're not siblings yeah. or not and trying to figure out that bridge. But, um, no, I, I love when, you know, when, when we get, we get a call of Browning game or our Lee and you're mm -hmm. just like, all right, we get some fun names now. Like yeah. I love that stuff. And you've got a lot of those over the years cause you've done the, the MHSA yeah. or the yep. NFHS yep. call. So you got to see all love, kinds of names. Yeah. I just, I love that stuff. I mean, and, yeah. and I, I don't know. And I, and I, I'm a person that has a lot of pride in my name. So, and I, I assume that everybody's kind of that way, you know, yeah. it's, I'm, I'm proud of being a Penisco, yeah. you know, and, and I think it's your clown heritage Oh, that truly, <laughs> and that's, that's the part I'm proud of, you know? So that's, I mean, that's, that's where the bar is at yeah. here. So that's not real high. Well, it's been a long time since I referred to your clown heritage. <laughs> and we went, I mean, do you have a timer? How long we went? We went 17, 17 minutes. minutes. <laughs> Dude, that's a record. Yeah. And you haven't mentioned my nine kids in 17 minutes. I have, I have so. not. We'll get there. I mean, yeah. it's we have plenty of time. I yeah. mean, we we did this for 15 years on overtime. We'll it, yeah. we'll get there. No more. Yeah. <laughs> now your your radio days are just about done. Yeah. As far as going into the radio station, yep. work in the mornings. Yep. That's going to be weird for you, isn't it? Because it's what is it? It's almost 30 years you've been. Yeah, it's it's real right? close. Um, I, I think it will be, but on the other hand, if I, I think that. How do I even put it? I, I think that road's done. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that I saw the. I, I was able to witness the industry from a couple different perspectives. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just not who I am anymore. It's, yeah. it's not, it's not where I want to be. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I certainly am very thankful for my time. You know, I mean, it gave me Shannon. It gave me Sal. Uh, it gave me great friendships. Yeah, because you were kind of Clarence Thomas to to your bride before. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Wear her down. Yeah, it, it took a little while. It took a little while. <laughs> yeah, because you were her boss. I had to right? Yeah, I mean, I had to threaten her <laughs> with whether she was going to get shifts or not. Actually, yeah. I wasn't her boss. Oh, well, Tim, yeah. Timmy Bags would have been oh, her boss. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, you, there's there's a lot that that came out of it, and um, yeah. you know, it got me doing games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who would ever imagine that? I mean, you you look yeah. at who I was and who I was growing up, and you know, all I really I loved baseball, and you know, the yeah. other sports were kind of there, and I loved them to a degree, but. Um, yeah, the idea of thinking and seeing where I'm at now, you know, I mean, I'm almost, if, if tech and Carol play twice next year, it'll be my 50th tech Carol game. No kidding. Can you believe that? So, oh. I mean, those kind of things where I never would have guessed that that would be the case. 
That's a lot of tech, Carol. That's a lot of tech, Carol. And too many, too many losses. <laughs> yeah, we don't even want to talk about the, the, the record through those yeah, 50. A lot of those were the Van Deest years, yeah. so they weren't uh, It, it would have been us. all the Van Deest years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, and include the pre-Van Deest years for a couple of years and yeah. pre-Nelson Stadium and, uh, yeah. Were, did you call the, were you calling the game when Vinny jumped off sides and they gave him the touchdown? No. Okay. No, I was Which not. was, turns out that he jumped off sides twice. And every, I thought you know, he told me it was three. Yeah, I, I went back and I found the story. Okay. And it was just the second time. The same, you know, they it gave was the just, touchdown it was the, the second? It was that obvious. Okay. You know, and the people who were there would swear it was like six or seven. Okay. You know, it was, but it was two times. And I remember he and I, so he and I, it's been several years ago. We went to lunch. I brought him to lunch and I, I had a bunch of questions for him because, you know, I mean, he's, he's wizened and, and you know, just a, a beautiful human being. Yeah. Uh, and I remember asking him about that. If, if, it, give me the story because it is one of those kind of legends. Yeah. Um, and, and I thought he said three, but yeah, two makes sense too. Yeah. Just blaze the center. <laughs> he knocked that kid so far back. It uh-huh. was unbelievable. It was, and it was... It was probably the right call, but I can still remember. I was sitting up on the for the north towards the north end zone on the okay. seats, like the very back row, and I can still hear Coach Green yelling, "That is not a rule! That is not a rule!" <laughs> but uh, and of course, the other thing I remember is people leaving early and Brian Farron looking at the crowd, saying, "Where are you going, Butte?" I'm like Farron, <laughs> you traitor! <laughs> Not the first time I said that. Uh, yeah, well, and, and he'll wear that moniker forever. Yeah. It's like the scarlet letter. Yeah. It's a purple, unfortunately. He's got to deal with old beef all the time still. Yeah, so good he... luck. That's I still don't I still don't want to be on the wrong side of that. Yeah, oh, he's not as big as he as he was uh when it he played football now. It doesn't matter. Still, but uh I wouldn't I'd still be afraid of the sixth grade version of Chris Opie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had I was unfamiliar with the sixth grade version, but I was very familiar with the I think freshman, sophomore, and junior Chris Opie. Yeah. I think we had several classes <laughs> yeah. um, that I skipped often. And uh, yeah, no, thank you. I would I would avoid yeah. that. He was like the first like... person I've ever knew, never knew that had a rat tail. Okay. Well, I remember you telling me that. No, yeah. you couldn't make fun of him, man. I think I... one kid tried to make fun of him and he didn't get, get didn't go well. He was the first person I ever knew that decided to fight a whole town. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it Twin or Sheridan? It was one of it those two over both. there. It might have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he they... might have just pulled up between the two and just been like, all right, fine. Yeah. 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 And I shouldn't say that. Afterwards, I found out John Thatcher fought many a town by himself. Yeah. Um, but it, I guess in, in my circle, the first was Chris Opie. Yeah. My favorite thing about Opie, though, is, um, it, is he made the touchdown clubs the best when he was in town for the touchdown club meetings. When Coach Green... <laughs> Coach, Coach Green, Green would ignore him. It was, but he, he would call on him. Yeah. And he'd ask the question, you know, which... The I'm, same question. Just a, a slightly different variation yep. of it, but the same thing. And it was a totally, you know, it's my mom's listening to the probably this, so I'm not going to say yep, it's, say what he said. Yep. But uh, Coach Green would call him in again, expecting a serious question, yeah. Yeah. and then he'd do it a third time, and then eventually he'd and he learned he learned what Opie was doing. The other part of that I distinctly remember is the is the whole Vuvilla Pizza would would just kind of groan when he'd say it, and then you and I and like Punky. Yeah, um, the eighth grade mentality. Is yeah, I mean, it, we weren't even eighth grade. It yeah. was like it was fifth grade easy, <laughs> and we would all just sit there and go <laughs> every time he asked. Yeah, every yeah time. it was. Yeah, it was beautiful because yeah. yeah, the other older guys didn't seem to care for it too much. No, no. they no goodness no. They yeah. were there for big boy. Yeah, big, big boy. boy. <laughs> oh, I miss him there too. Yeah, the Faraday rule is the Faraday rule might be one of my favorite rules of all time. The 
the, the old touch. I mean, and, and every the, everybody has those things where you're like, I wish it was still like that. You know, where yeah. you, but the the old touchdown club, especially when it was a packed house, was fun. Yeah, you know, I mean, those those were those were really fun days. Yeah. The drawings for Rodriguer Apparel. Yeah, you did have shoes. You can get any size you want as long as you wear a size eleven, like triple X shirts. <laughs> yeah. I the funny thing is, is I'm like I have to have those still somewhere. I went looking for them because. How many years I've done the the digger auction for years, and yeah. Una Schlebitz has made the quilt for decades. Yeah, and I have never once thought to go, oh man, I should go get all those shirts that Green gave me at Touchdown Club and give no. them to Una. And and I went, I've looked for them a couple times now, and I, I have no idea where they're yeah. at, but I'm going to keep looking. But you're like, I mean, what else are you going to do with a, a shirt that yeah. is the size of an eight person tent? Yeah, yeah I, I, there was one time he had a Touchdown Club at the depot in the back room in the depot there, and there was like five of us. Okay. Yeah, I'd say I don't think I made a depot. And, and we all went home with the new wardrobe <laughs> because he had the same instead of just and, have, say, and he gave the tickets out, obviously. Out. Yeah. And instead yeah. of having the same just having five drawings, he had the thirty-two drawings that he was yeah. planning on, and we all went home with the new tech wardrobe. <laughs> and it was great because I used to tell Bruce, Oh, this is I need to go it's to work. this for my story. Yep. Yeah. You know, yep. it was and well, of course, Bruce, he knew what I was doing. He yeah. was, I wasn't fooling Bruce. He just didn't care. No, no I don't think there's much fooling Bruce. No. no. So do you remember your first game that you called? I, I try to, uh, but no, I don't. I, I, I believe it was, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I know that Vinny called one of the first, if it wasn't the first, he called like the second one with me. Yeah. Um, and it would have been 97 and I kind of, I, I got called in, uh, you know, late to do it. Um, I've always had Eastern Oregon stuck in my mind, but like looking at the history of that, it's not the case. That wasn't, yeah. that wasn't the game. And it wasn't, yeah, I, I truly don't like, I, I would be able to tell if I looked at the history, I guess, but I don't yeah. remember actually doing it now. Really? I mean, and I, I wish I had, I wish I had a little bit more of your memory or, or my wife's yeah. memory at times, because I, I don't, I remember things at times, but boy, like my timeline and that yeah. just gets so messed up. Was it a was it a college game? Did yeah, you do tech it first? It was tech first. So did, I, I had done color for Patty, for Butte High. Um, well, no, actually, I had done color for Ron at Butte High. Yeah, that would have been first. And um, yeah, that so I would I had done color, and I believe I had done color for basketball, um, one of the Class C tournaments yeah. probably before. But then, yeah, my first play by play for for college was kind of thrown in. So. Uh, 97, the year after uh, they played for the title. Lone Peak Physical Therapy is your premier privately owned physical therapy, occupational therapy, certified hand therapy, pelvic health, and personal training facility located right here in beautiful Butte, Montana. With over 21 years of experience, our team here at Lone Peak is hyper-focused on you, your goals, and finding a way to help you get better faster. We provide one-on-one care with the highest quality specialized services. Are you tired of dealing with your low back pain, arthritis, carpal tunnel, neck pain, headaches, and shoulder pain? Did you just have a recent surgery? Do you struggle with feeling off balance or do you get dizzy during your day? How about a custom splint built for your hand and wrist? Did you recently have a baby and now your body feels tremendously foreign to you? Look no further. We are here for you and ready to help you move better and feel better every step of the way. You do not need a doctor's referral to come in and see us. We accept health insurance and also offer comprehensive self-pay options. Don't settle for mediocre health care. Your journey to living better and getting back to doing what you love can start today. Give us a call at 
888-800-7050 or visit our website at LonePeakPT.com to speak to an expert now. Lockmer Plumbing is more than Butte's complete union plumbing shop. Whether it is sponsoring Little League Baseball, High School Athletics, Montana Tech, Youth Racing, 4-H, Mining City Christmas, Action Inc.'s Homeless Solution Program, Head Start, or Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Butte, Lockmer Plumbing is always looking out for the people of the mining city. Owned and operated by Troy and Amy Lockmer since 2002, Lockmer Plumbing can handle all your residential, commercial, and industrial plumbing needs as well as making repairs and installations on all plumbing and boiler systems. In the heart of Uptown Butte, Lockmer Plumbing can also assist on new construction and planning for your new home or development. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerPlumbing.com today. Lockmer Plumbing has your pipes covered and so much more. Oh look, there's another one. Your favorite tavern, neighborhood gas station, and video stores have all been turned into the same thing, a casino. At Crazy Carol's, we've been doing things the right way for more than three decades. So let me introduce myself. I'm Deb Dinius, the manager of Crazy Carol's Casino Mill Bar, where you'll always find fun in motion and service that sets us apart. Take a trip off the beaten path. Come on over to the hood. We're located on the corner of Walnut and Hayes, where you'll find the big red barn just off the shores of beautiful Lake Burke. And don't forget, Bucko the Horse is available for photos. At Crazy Carol's Casino and Mill Bar, we're still so grievous after all these years. Thank you, Butte. Everybody knows the place to go. Crazy Carol's Casino and Mill Bar. 5518 Designs is your Montana lifestyle apparel headquarters in Uptown Butte. We're gearing up to launch all of our brand new designs for the summer. All our designs are created in-house, actually in the cabin that we have in the back of the store. And they're meant to get you psyched about all your summer adventures. Whether it's biking, hiking, floating, festivaling, or just chilling lakeside, we've got the tees, hats, hoodies, and gifts that everyone is sure to love. And we haven't even mentioned our unique line of Butte gear, but we'll save that for another commercial. In the meantime, stop into 5518 Designs at 27 North Main Street in Uptown Butte and shop online at shop5518.com. You already know about the Knights of Columbus Athletic Club, which is the best workout bargain in town. But did you know the KC also is home to JoyFit 406? JoyFit 406 is Butte's only boutique fitness studio offering indoor cycling as well as a rich variety of other fitness classes from dance fitness and bar to Pilates, strength and conditioning, and flow. Regardless of your fitness level, JoyFit 406 fosters a spirit of inclusion and community. At JoyFit 406, they believe in more than just fitness. They believe in building connections and friendship that last a lifetime. Join their vibrant community today where health, happiness, and camaraderie come together in perfect harmony. Your journey to a stronger, more joyful you starts at JoyFit 406. To book a class or to get more information, visit JoyFit406.com, like JoyFit406 on social media, and download the JoyFit406 app. Also, don't forget to book the renovated Knights of Columbus Hall for your party or reception today. The Knights of Columbus is a proud sponsor of the ButteCast. According to Pat Carney's book, Butte's Big Game, as I throw my phone on the floor, he, uh, that reminds me, i got to get a picture of you too, Paul. He, uh, he said uh, his first game, I think, was the 78 Butte High Butte Central game. Okay. And he did it with Schulte. Okay. And that's the game when Pat Schulte was calling it as Steve returns opening kickoff for a touchdown. And he's got he's at the 15, the 25, the 35, the 45, the 55, the 65. And he's going to score a touchdown. And he goes, that's my brother. And then he went outside and then cheered. And Carney's just sitting there looking. And Carney explains it there. I think he had him to the 65-yard line. Okay. Which 
which could you imagine calling the game your little brother's return to kickoff against Butte High? Oh, I'd, I'd you know? go bonkers. Yeah. I remember calling games even when Kelly Sullivan, my my brother-in-law, played. And I remember just, you you just worry so much that you didn't want to play favoritism or, yeah. or anything like that. And so then, therefore, I probably never said his name. Yeah. You know, I probably never once went said his name. the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, some of the... I mean, some of the Carney stories are some of the best. I mean, like the one that you and I always talk about is the field goal with Johnny Johnson is coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was one of the best things I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, that was so fun. Yeah. You just wonder if he was looking at Johnny Johnson as he because he gave the you know what it was a central scored touchdown to tie it, and it was raining out, and they needed Matt Ritter had to kick the extra point to win to go into the playoffs. Yep. And yeah, that's what he says. And the kick is up, and Johnny Johnson <laughs> says it's good. And then there's a big pause. And you just see, you just see Carney looking sideways, looking at him, saying, oh, and I he goes, yeah, I don't think Carney even heard him at all. Oh, I, don't I don't think, think he so. paid attention at all. Yeah. I think he was just, you know, he's playing he back Carney. He's like, they're up to the line of scrimmage. The snap is good. And you know, the, the snap is away, and then it's good. Yeah, Johnny, yeah, Johnny good. just killed the, oh, just completely killed the drama so of good. it all. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I love listening to that. I listened to all those guys, you know, because. A lot of times my job at the newspaper would be to listen to the radio, try to keep stats yeah. and do his, you yeah. know, talk to the coach after the game. Yeah. You know, and uh, I remember one time I was doing, I, I had a great play-by-play and I had the stats perfect. It was, uh, Schulte was doing the game up and Central was playing in uh, Sandpoint, Idaho. Okay. First game of the season. And it was a game when Casey Kelly dislocated his shoulder. Okay. And Central realized that, boy, they were playing, basically playing a class double A team. You know, Sandpoint would have probably been one of the top four teams in the Montana double-A that year. So they they canceled the, the home and away in the handshake line after the game. Yeah. But uh, that game was just going good, and all of a sudden there was dead air. Then there's a commercial. Then there's a song. <laughs> and I was like, well, there goes my stats. And then uh, I remember Schulte came back on the air, and he said, oh, I apologize. I didn't know it was off the air. I've been sitting here for five minutes calling the game to nobody. <laughs> Oh, so the, I, did, I didn't have complete stats, but uh, the amount I've you've done that through the years. I mean, I I, I know I have. You know, where you just like the phone dies or the phone line dies or whatever. You're just going along, trucking, everything's yeah. fine. And you know, before I remember calling games before cell phones, for goodness' sake, yeah. at the Civic Center on a Marty, and yeah. like you don't know if you're on the air or not. You have no clue. Yeah, you know, and you're just off you go. My favorite time is when we dropped in overtime. Remember, we went off the air and we were on the phone with with the commish. Yeah. Yes. Ken and- Paulson's on the air. And he was talking. He's answering the question. We go completely off the air. Completely. Completely. And, and we're, on, we're, we're on a piece of equipment that it, it isn't just simple power on, power off. Like, it takes, it takes a second for it to boot up. Yeah. So the power goes off. It comes back on. And it, its full boot process is, it's not less than 30 seconds, but it's not yeah. more than a minute. Yeah. It's, it's probably 45 seconds or so. Yeah. So it's booting up and we're going, oh man, the commission's on. Oh man. We we log, you know, we come back in and it's it's a we smooth had to, you had transition. To call back to the station too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And he's on the phone line through the station. Yeah. So he's he's still on the air. People have no idea that we're off. And but, he doesn't have any clue either. Yeah. And it's pretty smooth. So he doesn't hear us come back on. And we come back on and he's still going. He's it's still talking. Your, Commissioner Paulson is still just going, man. And it <laughs> had no clue. Yeah. And we're both going, oh yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> No idea where we're at here, but let's just find. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was that was beautiful. The world of technical difficulties. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. That God, we had a lot of fun doing overtime. We had a lot of fun doing overtime. 
Um, Some of the stuff. When, well, my, I, of course, one of my favorite nights was probably one of your least favorite nights is when your <laughs> when bike, my motorcycle your motorcycle got around into it. Because Punky was there, you know, trying to smooth things over. How That is still one of the weirdest. Like, whenever I think back at that night, that is one of the weirdest nights. Like, just the, the flow of events. So we're sitting, yeah. in, and it was still, we were, at a high t- we were at a high table instead of the low table in the corner. Yeah. Because we were on low tables for years. Yeah, yeah. For when we first started there, they had the high tables. Yeah. So we're like one of, one of the high tables sitting in the corner at medals. It's it's just the three of us, um, you and I and Ron Davis, and then um, a, a uh, highly inebriated gentleman in a beat up truck. Um, the old it used to be a, a, a handicap parking place right in front of medals. Yeah. Uh, and it no longer is. He hopped up on the curb, almost hit Punky Warner, <laughs> and threw it in reverse. And just hammered my motorcycle and pushed my bike yeah, that you up, painted up the yourself. Street. Yeah, that, that I had painted myself. Yeah, um, and pushed it up the street. Probably, I I, I have it envisioned like the length of a car. Yeah, is how far it pushed. It now, ways, whether that I, was the truth or not, I don't. It, remember. it slid quite a ways. I was surprised it didn't just go right over. Yeah, and it, it, it went slid. to the kickstand side, which was yeah. good. Uh, but you know, I mean, you could trace his bumper all the way across my motorcycle. You know, yeah. I mean, it, he he had just blasted it. And then he gets out, stumbling around, uh, holding up his pants. That's the other thing I remember is he, he had to hold up his pants the whole time. And then he, I go out there, and he, Punky follows me out, um, and and he picks a fight with Punky out of the two of us. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to beat up Punky. Yeah. Which, I guess. I mean, who <laughs> well, was obviously he knew him. Yeah. Obviously yeah. he knew Punky. Yeah. Who that's among why... us has not wanted to take a swipe at Punky yeah. from time to time? But if you're just going to compare the two forms, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I probably weighed as much as Punky, but I'm about a foot and a half shorter, and um, you know, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, Punky, Punky can handle himself a little better than we can, probably in that situation. Probably. Yeah, that that wasn't one of my favorite nights. <laughs> yeah. It was not one of my favorite nights. Yeah, and that's when uh, we're on and just Ron, we're trying to. Ron's trying to just be transitioned smoothly, like talking about sports, you know, and kind of pretend like it didn't happen. And that's I said, he's got a gun. And Ron, Ron, look, he was ready to kill me. Breaks his, neck, breaks his neck trying to look. Yeah. But we had a few fun times, though, too. We had when we had the guy wearing the FBI shirt getting arrested from the across the street. Yeah, with like five cop cars. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. And then we were doing play-by-play of the guy in the FBI shirt getting yeah. arrested by the cops. Yeah. And then the girl who... That was one one of my better play-by-plays, I might that add. Was a good I, one. I should have submitted it for a broadcaster, but yeah. I, I didn't think about it. Yeah. I remember the girl we, who pulled in, parked in the same spot. Yep. It, in the black Toyota. Going, going the other way, right? Wasn't she parked the wrong way or was it... No, she was parked the right way. Oh, she parked the yeah, right way. Yeah, she was parked the right but way. But she, she comes out with a drink in each hand. Yep. She got out of her car. dangling. Yep. With two full drinks. Yeah. And a cigarette. <laughs> walked across the street. Which really is an impressive be able to drive with two drinks and yeah. a cigarette dang yeah because i we could see through the windshield and she didn't have them on the dash or anything no they were in her hands yeah and then when she exited the building how many drinks did she have then false <laughs> she had three of them yeah yep. she had right, three right? if i remember right as well i was just yeah. making sure i wasn't inflating she had the it. triangle carrying yep. three cups in her defense it could have been water paul we don't know that that was uh those gold cups those bud light gold cups were yeah the, it truly gin yeah. and tonic yeah okay <laughs> Um, and I remember giving the license plate and the description of the car Yeah, <laughs> as it well, sped it, away. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, probably nobody in the law enforcement was listening. So yeah, I, I doubt they were, got away with it. doubt they were one of our two listeners to overtime. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been, you've been on radio close to 30 years. Mm-hmm. You started probably, I mean, you weren't working the 6 a.m. shift. I was, I, I started as a part-timer, um, working weekends and... Didn't last very long. I was there. I, I went from weekends to overnights pretty quick. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember the timeline, but it wasn't very. Did you like that overnight long. shift? I did actually. Yeah, it I did. seems like it'd be a fun time to work. I don't. You know, I, I'm not a. I'm not a person that like I, I. I now whether I could adjust to overnights again or not, I don't know. Yeah. But at the time, you know, they didn't bother me. You know, and uh, uh, they they were, um, they they were good for what I was doing, I guess. You know, because at the time I was still going to school up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that that didn't work out very well. Um, but the uh, yeah, I, the, the timing was good, and it was full time work. And you know, at that time, Shannon and I were were starting to date a little bit, and um, yeah, and, and that transitioned pretty quickly. That was that was a fast transition from overnights to mornings, and that's you know when I took over Tech Sports and yeah. Schulte came in, um, and and then you know Patty and I had the mornings there for for several years, and that was that was pretty. Did wonderful. you ever work mornings with Timmy? No, no, I never did. Because I, I would stick around yeah. and hang out with Ian Dennis. Yeah, because those guys were they were fun. To listen they were to. incredible. Yeah, yeah, they were incredible. They uh, there's been some good morning teams there. Well, you you and Schulte were incredible too. We had a we had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Um, and, and that's the other one. Like I I feel like I've been I've worked with really good people. You know, I I don't I, I've been really lucky in that department. And when I talk about my color guys, when I talk about like the morning show with you and I, uh, with with Patty and I, uh, and like Tom and I now, like I I Tom and I are. It, it's scary at times. Like if if we had more time and in a little bit different era, like we would have. Yeah, I, I love what Tom and I do. Well, you're two of the funniest guys that's ever been on radio in Butte. When, and they're together. I think the other one that really helps us, and maybe because we realize exactly the packages we're working with, but neither of us have an ego. Yeah, you know, we we don't we have no problem teeing it up and letting the other person just swing, and and most yeah. of it's at our own you know, our own peril. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's some of the stuff we'll come up with is just, yeah, I just, I love them. Like I, I, I wish, you know, it was funny. We were almost kind of put in competition through the years, uh, yeah. you know, with us and them kind of a deal. And, uh, that I, I'm, I wish that never would have happened. Like I wish we'd have been able to have a friendship through the years. And, and I'm glad that Tom and I are as, yeah. as friendly as, cause they, I think about it a lot with like Arch. You know, because I did not know Arch at all. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and I was kind of formulated that he, he was he was the bad guy. Yeah, he's your com- competition. Yeah. Yeah. People so, are listening to him, they're not listening to you. Right? Exactly. Um, and and that that shouldn't matter. You know, yeah. it, it certainly doesn't matter now. Like, I, yeah. I could care less. And um, But, yeah, that's that's one where, you know, like, I wish I'd have known him. Like, I, everything I hear, you know, Tom will tell me stories, and I love hearing him. Like, that's, you know, yeah. that's that's the what we do and, you know, what I used to do. And. Uh, but yeah, some of that stuff, I mean, the amount of people that still to this day ask me if I can fly a chopper is just it, amazing. It's insane. Well, the thing about it, you, you take the chopper up, you go down to what? Manita. Uh, I started Manita. Yeah. And you go up to Canada. All the way to Canada. Over towards Lookout. Yep. Start at Lookout. Over to Eastern Montana. Yep. In about a two minute segment? No, it's about four. It's about four. I did the math once and it was like Mach 19.6. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon isn't going to be no. able to give you that report. No, and, and uh, there there aren't, I, <laughs> I don't believe they've come up with a chopper yet that the uh, the blades can break the sound barrier. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. And uh, yeah, and, and meanwhile, you're just sitting there playing the sounds of a chopper. Yeah, just a chopper. And reading the road report. Exactly. I'm looking, I'm looking, <laughs> and, and hats off to the fine people of the Montana Department of Transportation uh, yeah. who have who have made me sound somewhat intelligent for the last, <laughs> you know, 20 years. Yeah. No, you guys started that with, when you and Schulte, right? Yep. Now, now he would go, yep. like, in the, out in the office. So, it, and I remember the morning when it happened. So, um, I would, it, in when Schulte and I would work together, and it was the same with you and I. So, I would yeah. be over the board, 
And, uh, you know, you and Schulte would sit on my left-hand side. For, the, for yeah. those that don't know the KBOW yeah. uh, studio, we had, we, there's kind of a, it's a very significant U-shape. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're sitting there staring at the side of your head most of the day. Exactly, yeah. and it's a beautiful profile. Oh, great profile, yeah. Really mm-hmm. nice. Um, but, you know, there's a huge intimidating board, which, yeah. you know, it, I, which I loved. And then there's a pair of uh, 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 LPs, a pair of record players on my right-hand yeah. side. The news desk is on the left-hand side. And for those that listened, you know, that were, were Dennis John Nettles' disciples, like that's where, that's where he DJ was at. Say, yeah. That's that's where DJ was. That's where you were. That's where Pat Schulte was. That's I'm, where Dory Wilmoth was. Yeah, I'm all people who read the news way better than I did. <laughs> I mean, you tried, Bill. I, I mean, tried, you tried yeah. buddy. Sorry. I mean, I tried, at it. I tried to write, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fun trying to do things that you can't do. <laughs> Take you out of your uh, element, yeah. <laughs> um, but the, uh, you know, and, and on that left-hand side. So I remember we were getting ready to do roads and we used, I used to just, you know, there was always a backing. I always used to take really old albums and, and put them on and let them play and, yeah. and not worry about tracks or anything. And I'd, I'd pot that up in the background so that it wasn't just yeah. dead silence in the background. And I remember one morning I'm like, I'm going to do something different. And Patty's like, what's that? And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to do the roads and, and make it sound like I'm in a chopper. And, and. Pat was one of my favorite people when he had an idea because yeah. he was he was like a four year old wearing Batman under ruse. <laughs> he just had that yeah. I can do anything. You know, he would just he yeah. would he would light up. Yeah. And and he goes, and I remember him snapping his fingers and he's like, I'm calling. And I'm like, what? And he ran into his office and the phone rang and I picked up the phone. I'm like, what? And he's like, we're gonna do it here. And he's like, I'll do it from my office. So it sounds like I'm going. I'm like, done. So I like and we that was that was the very first time yeah. we did the chopper. Uh, yeah. And it was it was Pat and I, and then uh, uh, yeah. I, I I cried the first time I heard that. I was it, laughing so hard. It was, and I, it's funny because I think you know, and me, I did it for so long afterwards yeah. that I think a lot of people. I love when people will bring up that that Patty used to fly the chopper because that that's that that's where yeah. it started was was Patty doing it, and yeah, uh, um, yeah it was he just, was so quick. Yeah, you know, I yeah. I he just I, a couple of times Matt Vince and I did a party line with him. It was so much fun, you know. We weren't prepared at all, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he he was just just delight. You look into his eyes and how quickly he'd come up with something. It would just be funny as could be. I I used to love, and that's the one where like I am so glad I never had a hand anywhere in. Like I hated party line. Like anytime I had yeah. the the like I, I was asked to do it, I just I do not. It's just not me. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't like continually complaining about the same things every day. You know, yeah. I, I I just not the way I'm built. Yeah. Um. And at that time, I just wasn't politically motivated enough to carry yeah. you know you, i just you, you didn't vote no yeah. I, I did not um and um and i remember you know pat used to have so much fun with it when it started and then just watching the decline of just i don't i don't i don't want to deal with this anymore you know yeah. <laughs> just you know it, it it ate at him hard yeah and sometimes these clubs are important and yep. everything but they're not always exciting and yeah. they're not always fun to talk yeah. about yep but you, yep. you're just kind of all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the yeah. Uh, Shelty was Shelty was the deal, man. He was. We had a we had a lot of uh, a lot of fun stuff. We ran for political office and yeah. Um, was it Gov and Gov Gov and Gov Light? Yeah. Uh, Fridays off for golf. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. We had. I think we. I think there were. I think it was either sixty seven or seventy six write-in votes that year, and we we claimed them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we claimed them all. We're like, well, there's no name. It's us. Yeah, no, that's that's where it's at. Yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, yeah Patty was a kick. Yeah, and unfortunately, I don't get up nearly early enough to listen to you and Tommy <laughs> as much as I would like to. I've listened to you guys, and you guys are really good. It's but. 
Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Like we're, we're very similar in a lot of ways and it's, it, there are times we'll just get going and you put down the headphones and you're like, what in the hell are we doing? Like, wh- where was that even going? You know, yeah. the idea of, I don't know why I love to make up things to try and make people think we have so much, you know, yeah. like the, the chopper. And we talk about, um, like now our big one is, is Helga, our masseuse and, um, <laughs> who is real, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but like our hot tub was messed up this morning. Uh, we had issues with the hot tub and it, it yeah. was kind of a lukewarm tub. And, yeah. um, yeah, just uh, that stuff. I don't know why, like yeah. it's, and you try and catch the other person we, uh, between Tom and I, the big one is, is, is trying to catch them where they can't they can't respond, you know, where, where you, you, you get them so good or you yeah. put them in such a bad spot that yeah. they just can't respond. And then it's like a, it's like a helmet sticker. Yeah. You know, you're like, all right, I want, thank you. <laughs> Off we go. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's uh, I, I was never anywhere near the level of quickness as those guys. No, we had fun <laughs> though. I mean, it, it's all different. I mean, it's, it, but, and, and that's, I think that's what, I think that's what every, every tandem that works it's all different yeah. we didn't try and we never tried to be anything we weren't yeah. and i remember trying to be tim and dennis when i was took over mornings because yeah. i mean i was young i mean yeah. i was a i was a, an egomaniac and you know i i just i thought that's what i had to be and everybody wanted to talk to me about tim and dennis yeah. um and it yeah i remember it it bothered me you know and i and i felt like i had it was to, a hard to act be to them. follow oh it's incredible yeah and now i'm i feel really lucky that that i was able to know him and, and tim and i still talk on occasion um, you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, he's doing really well. I, I think he won, oh, Timmy, what was it? I, I believe he won, uh, like broadcaster of the year for, uh, like small markets in Wisconsin, if I remember really? right a couple years ago, and he's still doing radio, still doing a great job. Yeah. Um, and, and he'll, and the one that I love is every, gosh, I feel like I've heard from him every football year in the last several years. He'll, he'll tune into the stream and, and send me a message that he's watching yeah. and, um, yeah, that means a lot. You know, I, I think, I, I think he realized where I, I think that he realized there was animosity, but it was just all me. It was just me, you know, trying to be him and unhappy yeah. with myself because I wasn't, you know, yeah. and, um, yeah, he's, he's the deal, you know, and then Dennis, I mean, some of the stuff, man, Dennis was funny and Dennis was yeah. next level funny. You know I mean? He, I remember the, the boyfriend before me uh, for Shannon would, would come into the station and he wouldn't shake his hand. Like he would make him, he would hold a pencil and, and make him like (laughs) shake 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 a pencil. And he, he would always, whenever that, whenever the kid left, he would always like tell Shannon, he's like, yeah, he's, he's nice, but there's a better boy in the station that you should probably be interested in. Not him. Yeah. Dennis was, Dennis was was my agent and I I didn't even know about it. Like I didn't know Dennis was, was out there for me. And uh, yeah, yeah. I always wonder, I never watched, I don't remember ever watching the news when Dennis was on TV. He was stiff. He wasn't, yeah. it wasn't him. It's yeah. kind of like me reading the news and you know, trying to read the news. Yeah. It was, that's, that's what it kind of reminded me of yeah. when I'm trying to read the news and I wasn't good, but Dennis was better at reading the news on TV than I was in the radio, but he just yeah. wasn't, he wasn't the same wasn't, person. Yeah. And, and I, it, I, he wasn't supposed to be though. He was, no, you know, no, and you wonder, you can't, yeah. you can't be the, you can't be the morning radio guy on the five thirty news. No. And, and you have to, and, and you have to, I, I certainly understand that where you have to take those shots that you think you have to take. Yeah. And and move on if if it's not what you want or what where you should be. Congratulations to this week's Lescovar Honda Athletes of the Week, Peyton Poole and the Butte 1314 Junior League All-Star Baseball team. Poole takes home the girls' honor for her All-American performance in track and field. In July, the soon-to-be sixth grader at Whittier Elementary competed at Track Town USA in Eugene, Oregon. She placed sixth overall in the javelin, competing against more than 60 other 11- and 12-year-old girls. 
The top eight in each event are considered All-American and were presented with medals and honored on the big screen in the stadium. Peyton is also a straight-A student. The Junior League All-Star team takes on the boys' accolades after representing the Treasure State at the Western Regional Junior Tournament August 2nd through 10th in Bend, Oregon. That came after the Butte boys won the state title at Three Legends Stadium. Team members are Noah Powers, Trey Hollow, Camden Ingraham, Sawyer Casey, Calvin Cunningham, Bryson Hibbert, Cody Kirsten, Tegan Duffy, Tucker Kissel, Miles Choquette, David Honer, and Hugh O'Brien. Coaches are Mike Duffy, Chad Powers, and Joe O'Brien. Congratulations to Peyton and the All-Star team, and thank you, Lescovar Honda, for honoring the hardworking young athletes of the Mining City. Hey, Butte America, John Davis here at Lescovar Honda. We just received a new shipment of cars, trucks, and SUVs, and we have them priced to move. Our new vehicles come with a 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty and two years or 24,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. Most of our pre-owned vehicles come with the same 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty with most makes and models on our lot. And, of course, all prices are clearly marked. Stop on down and see us, Lescovar Honda. Visiting your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops was already your favorite stop of the day. Now, it is even better. Join the brand new Thriftway Loyalty Club to rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh brewed coffee, cool fountain drinks, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save five cents per gallon off top-tier conical fuel every single day. Plus, earn points at the pump and in the store. Casa Grande Steakhouse serves steak and so much more. You cannot beat their seasoned, hand-cut Rocky Mountain ground beef. But did you know about their menu filled with made-to-order pastas, chicken sautés, mouth-watering seafood, appetizers, enticing desserts, or their most recent addition, sushi? Thursday nights are sushi nights at Casa Grande's, where you will be welcomed as a part of the family. Casa Grande's can also handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Visit Casa Grande Steakhouse inside the historic Bertoglio Warehouse at 801 South Utah Avenue in Uptown Butte. Call 406-723-4141 for reservations. Check out their menu at casagrandesteakhouse.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Is your house too cold or is it too hot? Either way, Lockmer Sheet Metal is here to help. With more than 40 years of experience in the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning trade, Lockmer Sheet Metal strives to bring you quality service and knowledgeable work to help with your HVAC projects or needs. Lockmer Sheet Metal offers repair services for all forced air, central air systems, installation of new HVAC systems, service contracts for maintenance and service, all residential and commercial applications, fabrication of sheet metal for all types of projects, and ventilation and exhaust systems. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerSheetMetal.com to warm up or cool down with Lockmer Sheet Metal, your local dealer of train heating, cooling, air handling, and ventilation products. For all your home heating and cooling needs, remember Lockmer Sheet Metal. But we did have one one bit my cousin still talks about. That. I don't remember when the guy was in, guy was arrested for Ludax with his Husky. Remember that? <laughs> I do. And we were talking That about, wasn't the one I was thinking you were yeah, going to bring up. I have was, another one that I think but, I, I Yeah, think. but my cousin tell he's he listened to it and I think we I think we did it four times in a row. 
you know the, the yeah. little fun segment after the yeah. after the break and he laughed about it every single time. Oh, we yeah, I mean I I'm not taking anything away from what we did at all. And and no. I think we I think we did a lot more in that sense of of picking a story at the end of news and building on that story than yeah. I did with anyone else. Yeah. Um the one that I mean I I want I still think we deserve a medal for is the guy that got shot on the side of the highway. Oh, yeah, Jerry, we, that's we called the, it. He we shot called himself. it. He shot himself. And I remember we, we were reading it, yeah. the story and we're like, he shot himself. Yeah. Nobody shot that yeah, guy. He, he shot himself. Yeah, and then he, it was like a week later that, oh, yeah, I shot myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a, the story didn't add up. No. We, we could have been detectives, man. I, uh, truly. I mean, I, I got my Dora the Explorer backpack and yeah. like it was on. Yeah, I can't remember. Was he, he said somebody shot him and I don't know if they stole or something or he was, he was hitchhiking, wasn't he? Hitchhiking? Yeah, he was hitchhiking and then he somebody said just somebody. just drive by and shot him. Yeah. Like somebody pulled over and shot him and was trying to steal something from him and yeah. like eh. yeah, yeah, shot himself. <laughs> and uh, there you go. That's a uh, that's our message yeah, for that the was, day. Yeah, that was that's that's been ten years ago, probably that one. Huh? Yeah, at least that's been a while ago. Yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, those are the ones. And then you're trying to find the stories. Sometimes they in the AP got worse yes. and worse as the years went on oh, with the, with so the stories. So then we'd have to go yeah. through the newspapers and try to find stories. Yeah. You know, which which yeah. they always say. You know, when I worked at the newspaper, I always say on oh, the radio they just read our, they just read the newspaper stories. I'm like, yeah, well they subscribe to the Associated Press too. Our story, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where the same stories from. Yeah. yeah, you know, we we weren't pretending to break this news. <laughs> you know, I we, didn't go to Kellam, Oregon, and write the story. <laughs> yeah, we were just reading it right <laughs> off the wire. But uh, yeah, the, and a lot of we, a lot of the great people worked there. Of course, you got to work with Freddie, mm-hmm. Freddie Kinney. Yep, but, uh, and yep, Fred's awesome. Yeah, and he, and that was another one that it took a while. Like, I, yeah. it took it took Fred and I a long time to realize who we, who each other were. And, yeah. and and I think I I was not a nice person, okay. you know, growing up. I just wasn't. I don't think I was. I was not a good kid. I was. I was. Yeah. I was. I was an a hole. Like I was just not a nice person. And. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was Saul that changed me or just Shan or, or what it is, but I, I do feel like my perspective on life yeah. has changed a lot through the years. Yeah. So I always liked you when we were we had driver's ed together. We, yep. We <laughs> had class with Mrs. Rosa. Uh-huh. And I remember sitting next to you, Archie Arnson's given this big, you're, you're just going to die if you drop this presentation, <laughs> right? You know? After he showed, the movie of Doom. Yeah, he showed all these blood digs, you know, he's talking about you. you this know, is what happens. Yeah, yeah, nine out of ten of you guys are going to die tonight if you drive home. <laughs> And, you know, so we're, everyone's, he's trying to sufficiently escape, which is a good thing to do. Yep. yep. And uh, all of a sudden, I, you're putting an earpiece in my ear, and it's uh, my introduction to, uh, I think it was a two-life crew. Two-life crew, I assume. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that would have that been a right, about the right time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I can't remember if it was a... I would assume it was be uh, as nasty as I want to be, I yeah, believe it was, was the name that, of that, that album. Was, yeah, it was pretty explicit lyrics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. But that was, uh, like, I kind of like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I don't... I don't. I think. I think like a lot of people. I think I tried to be something I wasn't. You know, and I think I was pretty true to myself in a lot of ways. But I also wanted to be. I just wanted to be liked. You know, I, yeah. I think every kid's there. You know, yeah. and um, that's where I envy my daughter. Like she just doesn't care. Yeah. You know, she's just the coolest thing I've that's, ever come across in my life. That's a great thing. Oh, it? it's amazing. Like she is just the coolest thing. But um, and, and I think a lot of kids these days are a lot more that way, you know, and, and whether they look at their parents and go, yeah, no, I don't want to be like you. Yeah. Uh, if that's the, that's what they get from us, then awesome. Yeah. But I, I think that was, I think once I, and I'm still not at grips at all with, you know, who I am or anything like that. And I, 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 I you know, self-loathing and that is still there, but yeah. um, I, I think I'm better with who I am and I try and be a good person. Like yeah. I, 
You know, I, I like to give compliments to people. Tell people hi. You know, I mean, yeah. little things make your day a heck of a lot better if, if, if that's all it is. It's something tiny, you know? Yeah. It is funny. You see somebody say hi to them and yeah. Yeah, you get a little... Like a little rush. It know, does. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it changes their day. I mean, it, who yeah. knows the day that somebody else is having? You know, if you hold the door for someone and say, hi, good morning, how are you? Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't take much. You can change. I mean, it, I think everybody has been there where, where you're, all you do is you're looking. It would be the, the, you can just picture the Calvin and Hobbes strip. And I apologize <laughs> because everything in my life goes back to Calvin and Hobbes. As it should. Um, you can, you can picture the, this, the frame of Calvin and Hobbes where Calvin is just staring at his toes. And his face is gritted and he has the black cloud over his head. Yeah. He is just angry at the world. And you can be there. And if somebody's like, hey, man, how are you? Like, it changes everything. Yeah. You know, and you can be that for somebody else. And I like to think that everybody can. Yeah. Yeah. There yes. you go. That's my, there you go. I'm on my soapbox. That, I'm sorry. <laughs> on the old soapbox. Yeah. Again. And you've done a lot of things in, in life, too, for being 30 years in radio. But you worked, you were in a guide down in Utah mm-hmm. on the boat, mm-hmm. which... That was quite the, quite a career there. You know, it, it was so short lived. You know, yeah. it was it was a, I don't know. You you get down there and you're around people, and um, I met. You know, I was able to be around some of my guys that are, are still absolute friends to me. You know, and I I, I learned a lot. I when I, I destroyed my hand in a, in a bike wreck, and um, you know, I, I had a lot of people step up for me in a, in a big way. My cousin Jen, her husband Matt, uh, Matt's brother Ben, mm-hmm. um, they're people that through that, you know, helped me a ton. And they're still, you know, they're absolute anchors of, of who I am. You know, they're yeah. just great people and I, I love them to death. Is that what the bike wreck course me? Well, yeah, you're yeah, in Salt Lake yeah. and you got, what, a guy pull out in front of you? Yeah, just a, yeah, just down she go. And is that why you No, it was, it was a pedal bike. It was on oh, a was bike. Oh, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, it was, it was, it was a motorbike. Yeah, no, yeah, it was, yeah, it was. A, I thought you were cooler than you are. <laughs> no, I, I never had a motorbike then. <laughs> yeah. Goodness, yeah. no. Because now you drive, you have the Harley now. Yeah. So, uh. Is that why you came back to Butte? Yeah, yeah. the guide and kind of yeah, it just it. yeah, just the hand and I, I couldn't move after uh, after I got the hand put back together. Uh, I didn't have I didn't have motion in my yeah. pinky or my ring finger. Yeah. So I mean, they were just stiff as a board. Yeah. And so I came home for I did phys- physical therapy at in Butte and um, yeah. And then Shag Miller wouldn't hire you. Shag Miller would not hire me. So I I had so actually I had worked for Ron a little bit before I, I went south. Um, and then came back, uh, and Shag wouldn't hire me initially. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I stay, I was, I wasn't there very long as a part-timer. I was there a couple months. Uh, and then when I came back, um, uh, I, that's when I started part-time and, 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 and it was like, say it wasn't very long. I went yeah. to, to overnights and go from there. The first time I heard you on the radio, I was listening to Shannon on copper i think it was copper nine, of so course you were listening like, to shannon thanks appreciate yeah, that but appreciate it it was in the morning i, I remember she was I, so good though and all of a sudden you came on to, to give away donuts you called somebody you did the call where yep. you called somebody cold call somebody and yep. recorded it and you, you, and you then aaron donuts. the donut baron yeah and i was like hey that's donuts. paul panisco <laughs> i didn't know i didn't even know you were in, in town or and, yep. then, and then that's when i realized you were on the radio yeah and yep. then of course the next thing you know you're i'm going to games and there you are you know covering the game yeah you're you know, Sitting, I'm sitting next to you at the tech games. Yeah, it's it's been it's been good. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just everybody has their I don't know the stories that get them where they're at, and it's kind of where yeah. we're at. You know, just lots of games, and that's the part I just you know you just think about games, and you know we'll sit and reminisce about you know players and games and you know years and yeah you know the the seven to two ball game at night. And I think that's that's one thing we've always been in agreement on. That's been my that, fa- that's my favorite game to cover. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that that one is solidified as one of the best games I've ever ever been yeah. involved in ever. 
Yeah, actually, I shouldn't say favorite, but probably the best game because it was a lot more fun covering the games when Tech beat Carroll. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it didn't happen much. So those that happened, you were like, hey, how you doing? And I couldn't go to the game that day when Nolan had the 99-yard touchdown run. Okay. And they beat the hell out of Carroll up in Nelson Stadium. Yeah. So I was there for all the heartbreak, you know. I, I, I don't know what that day stands out in such a big way because I remember we walked in, Haskett and I, we, we came in through the gate um, down on the field at Nelson. And we, you know, you, for for us to get up into the crow's nest, because we were always all, all the way up in the crow's nest. Yeah. Ever, they all, the very first year we were actually in the press box yeah. uh, as members of the press. But every year after that, we were up in the crow's yeah, nest. With, with the guy filming for Carol. Yeah. And, yeah. and our... And, and, our, and tech doing Yeah. It. So you had both them up there and us and... and uh, to, but to get there, we would always walk across the the concrete front of you know the stands, and then yeah. we would walk up the stairs and, and head all the way up. And uh, you know, Mike Van Deest was a guy that always stopped and talked to us. He, yeah. he was always a guy that we would BS with, and and I like Mike a lot. You know, Mike has always yeah, been really good. The, he's to me. one of the really good ones. Um, he, uh, I remember him walking over, and and he was, you know, they they were they were warming up and doing drills, and I remember him walking over, and he's like, "Hey guys," and we're like, "Hey coach, how you doing, man?" And he goes, "It's a beautiful day." And we kind of talked for a minute. He goes, "So did that uh, did number three, or number thirty three, happen to get on the bus today?" I'm like, "Yeah, coach. I'm pretty sure he did." And he's yeah. like, "Ah, damn. All right." Yeah, yeah he was so good. Oh, he was insane. He was just. Uh, of course, there's a lot of good running backs, and you can't. You know, I don't want to say he's the best over because Jay led the frontier. Yep. Jay LaProse four, four years in a row. And uh, what Pat, what Pat would Hansen. be? Yeah, I was gonna say what would Montana Tech be without Pat Hanson? Yeah, Pat Hanson just kind of came and rewrote the record book. Yeah. But Nolan was like a just a different level when of having it all when he had the speed, the balance, but, but, but the quickness, the, the lateral movement, the balance, the, the patience and uh, the vision. And he, then when he hit that second level, if he didn't get him, he was gone. He was, he was the most excited I have ever been for a, a, a signing. Yeah. You know, I, I remember going to Billings uh, when Butte high school played uh, Billings senior. It would have been Zach Bunny's junior year and it would have what junior year. He might have, yeah, it was 2012. Yeah, so it, it was it, the time that you remembered the radio gear. It, it was the time I remembered radio <laughs> gear. We can discuss that in a moment. Yeah. Um, speaking of idiots, uh, but the uh, uh, it was you know Nolan Saracini's junior year because he he didn't play. I think he played like a half of his senior year, and then he went out with an knee injury. Yeah, you know he didn't play hardly at all his senior year, and that's that's the only reason we landed him. Um, I don't want to say that, but I I yeah. assume that's the case because he's de- he was deep. Either that or. Yeah, Coach Merrill had some incriminating, incriminating evidence. But it, it, that that year, I mean, in that game, um, and and if I remember right, Austin Davis called the game with me, and uh, you know, that Nolan, was the game when I got the email complaining about you not mentioning the defensive yeah, player should be high. Yeah, that, and then we got a call saying that. <laughs> yeah, we're like, why don't you talk about the defense? I'm like, well, there's there's none being shown. Um, <laughs> there's nobody's making any tackles because Nolan Zarasini had. What, what it was like 260 yards and yeah. four touchdowns and Zach Bunny had like 275 and five. Yeah. I mean, it was one of the most incredible displays I'd ever seen by two guys and then yeah. their teammates in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, but in that, it, that's when you're like, oh, this kid's special. And we all knew Zach was special. Yeah, that was, that was Bunny's senior year. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because I, I think it had Nolan was a junior, I think, and Bunny was a senior. Agreed. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Uh, and, and that was the one where I'm like, oh, we've got to. And I remember Haskett going, man, you're you're excited about this yeah. kid. I'm like, oh, you wait. I'm like, yeah. you wait until y- you see what this kid can do. Yeah. And he was big, too. Yeah. Yeah. He ran yeah, like worked a, his tail off. Like a 10, 6, 100-yard dash. Yeah. Won the 200 and 100. Who else? So those. Beat we, Dalton Dom to win the 100 and 200. And Dalton got second to him. I wish we him. were. I wish we were old enough to see Don Heater run. Yeah. That would have been a good one. Yeah. I mean, it, to, to have that as context would be. That would be fun. 
you know, because we we've certainly been we have been shown a lot of incredible talent. You yeah. know, we have seen some tremendous running backs attack it in the frontier. But obviously, all we hear about from the next generation yeah. is Don Heater. There's only one whose number's retired, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> that, it, yeah, to be, it'd be, I would love to be able to see it. Yeah, you know, and he came along too, right? When Tech, they were bad for a long time, mm-hmm. and then when you had Don Heater on your team, you're not bad. Yeah, you're not bad. Yeah, I would have liked to have been there. Of course, JT tells us about him mm-hmm. all that, the time. I don't know if you played against him or with him or both. You may have been both. It honestly might have been both. So yeah. that's the thing is a lot of people don't realize JT played a year at Tech. Caught the first touchdown in Alumni Coliseum? It, the first Tech touchdown. Yeah. Because oh, Carroll yeah, shut him out the week before. Oh. Carroll, the, on the first game, and I think Tech and Carroll share that because it was the opening of Alumni, and Carroll shut Tech out. I think it was like 14 or 21 nothing. Yeah. Um, and then the next week, it was I believe it was Rocky, and JT caught the first Ordigger touchdown. Um, yeah. and I found the picture and the article and like, it's legit. JT <laughs> got the first door digger touchdown at alumni Coliseum. Yeah. Hey, he told us about that many times. He did. Yeah. And and I'm not saying we didn't believe him, but I'm not sure we felt it was fully true. Yeah. Cause I think I believe everything to a point with JT. Yeah. And then you start to realize, yeah, it's all true. Like, it's just all true. Yeah. But I, I think if memory serves correct, tech uh, responded with that when Nelson stadium was opened. I believe Carroll had a couple of wins on it against non-conference. Yeah. And then the first conference game was Tech, and I'm I'm pretty sure Tech beat Nelson uh, in that first conference yeah, game. Yeah, Jay LaProuse. There was, uh, I think Renzi Kelly maybe threw a touchdown. Jay had I a big game. I think right. Renzi threw a touchdown. I think you're game. right. I think yeah. that was that game. So, like, yeah, there, yeah, there was a little and my, my cousin Zach, he was playing, Zach Foley playing linebacker. I'm watching on TV. Okay. He's playing linebacker, and uh, he had a guard to running back who caught a touchdown pass. And, Gave up the touchdown pass, and that was the end of the Zach's day. <laughs> That's what I remember. I remember he didn't play, he didn't play much anywhere. He might have played a little bit, but he didn't play nearly as much after that. Okay, you know, and he was starting to get the next week. But okay, Coach Green apparently he was not happy with that blown assignment. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Zach's probably not listening. Yeah, but when you mentioned Thatcher, he's part of the great story, and you put it on. You wrote it's one of the things you wrote about when for when you're working at the radio station a couple couple months ago or whatever about Bob Rawling. But yeah. people who who don't know you, you you get to games, and I used to joke how extremely early you would go to games. Oh yeah, and I and and yeah. so you're not alone because yeah. Shannon, my wife, who yeah. you know is is the absolute best part of me, knows me better than I know myself. Yeah, and I'll get moving on a Saturday morning, and and you know I mean I'm up usually we're usually up pretty early anyway because if yeah. we're not up the dogs are up. Yeah, and you know if we're moving at like six thirty, I get up to get a cup of coffee, and she's like, oh are you are you going to are you going to start your broadcast now? And I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're funny. But yeah, because you'd leave like you'd leave like nine, nine thirty to go to Dylan for a one o'clock game. Yeah, and that's not because you just you you want to go partake in the tailgate or anything. It's because you're professional. You want to make sure that things go wrong. You might get a flat tire. Yeah. You might break down. My my goal is I would like I always want to be at a game two hours early. Yeah, and that's and and for football, basketball, yeah. I'll give myself a little more leeway, but not a bunch. Yeah, I mean it's truly not a bunch. Yeah, so you're there and then you're prepared. So yeah. I, I never forget we made the trip. We were driving. Was it? Uh, I can't even think. At of the time, name. we were driving cars. I was driving cars for UGM. Was Wayne Stearns? And, yep. And Wayne Stearns was giving you the car to drive. Yep. And it was you know we what we would do is he would give yeah. me a new car and he would go you know drive it and then use it as an ad. So during yeah. the games or you know yeah. during your morning show, just talk about the car. Yeah. Um, and you would every time I would do it, you would ask. Do you remember what you used to ask every time? No, I don't. You, you, you always be like, do I get a drive? 
Or like I drive? And I never got a drive. And, no, and I, we, I, I drove cars for like yeah, a year and a half. Seldom, you very seldom let it. I never let anyone drive. drive. Yeah. And that was, but this is the same trip we went. I, uh, it was the first, Butte High, it, Butte Sports was brand new. Was, yep. The week before was the first game, and it was the game they beat CMR. Yep. Dalton Dom had the 99-yard kick return. After dropping it on the ground and picking yeah, it up like pick, he was picking up a marble. Yeah, and then we drive to play uh, Skyview. Butte High lost that game. It was a really good game. Very. Dallas Cook had. It was like 195 points combined. Yeah, Dallas had a big game, and and it was it was just a great game. And But we couldn't yes. stop the wing tee, which yeah. comes back to Coach McElroy. He said he didn't. I asked him the other day if he had a hand in it. I think he did because they ran the 52 when they put Bo, yep. Bo Taylor at, at center. In the they, playoffs. In the playoff year. game, they stopped him. But this game, they didn't stop him. So we're driving, and the thing I remember most is Thatcher was sitting in the back. You know, I tried to get him to the front, but he sat in the back. And he kept leaning on the door, and the window would roll <laughs> down. Door. And he thought you were just rolling his window down, so he would just leave it there. Being the nice guy, he would just leave the window down. For like, and then, then he'd lean on it again and it'd go up. And he's thinking, you're doing this. And then he, he actually at one point did. He's like, will you roll up my window? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it, it happened like five times. Yeah. yeah. And, and for, on the interstate. Yeah, on the interstate. And, and he left it. There'd be like a few minutes go by and then he leans again and the window <laughs> goes up. And he's just thinking you did it. It was so funny. But then we pull in and you knew. I think you realized it before we op- you opened the trunk. I, the... The uh, the point that I feel like I remembered it was honestly, so if anybody has ever pulled into the Billing Senior uh, parking lot, there's that huge bump. You know, you go up over the hill and then drop immediately down into the parking lot. Yeah. I felt like when I came down that hill, I, I like it dawned on me and I, I called myself everything in the book. Oh, like I, 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 was I was scared. I was so mad. I was staying away from you because you forgot your radio gear. You left it all. all, all it was, in the, in we had exchanged the other car. Yeah, because yeah. Wayne's like, hey, I'm going to send you to Billings in a different yeah. car. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And of course, that's my excuse. It's now Wayne's I fault. Did, yeah. yeah, well, of course it is. Yeah, damn. Um, I mean, I obviously should have remembered everything. job. Yeah. But I did. I like. I had, the, I had the gear in the other car, so I pulled it out, put it in the hallway, went and got the car, yeah. pulled into the station. You guys were there. We loaded up, and off we went. Yeah. With nothing. With nothing, absolutely and, nothing, and you get out and you're mad, and I, I was, I didn't want to say a word to you. I was just giving you, a, you a good fifteen foot buffer. Yeah, I remember like you had deer in the headlights eyes yeah, for, for like, fifteen oh, minutes. Shoot. Yeah, and then uh, JT, he ran out of the car like he, he took gets off. Out, it, it was giddy. Oh yeah. And he ran right down and told Bob Rowling. Which we didn't know. Yeah. Because I had looked. I, I remember. Yeah. I sat. I parked. <laughs> And I sat there and, and like, I, I remember just like kind of going ashen. Like I remember feeling yeah. the blood drain out of me yeah. and I'm sitting there just so mad at myself. And I remember going, you did not bring any gear. I'm like, there is no gear in this car. Yeah. And I remember sitting there for a second and I, I opened the door and I remember you, you, you were trying to say something to me and I was not answering. Yeah. Um, and I, I got out of the front door, shut the front door, opened the back door, knowing there was nothing in the back seat, but I looked mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Then I uh, went back in the front door, opened the trunk. I go back to the trunk, fully knowing there is yeah. nothing in the back of that Completely trunk. Completely empty. Yeah, I mean, it's sparkling trunk. clean, brand new trunk. New car smell trunk. Yep. I close the trunk, and here comes Rolo. <laughs> Bob Rowling walks up. <laughs> and it was hot as could be that day. It was still it was, August. It was crazy They, they hot. played two games in August. I think yep. it was It was the, the 23rd 24th. and 30th. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And uh, Rolo walks up, and... Uh, kind of eyeballs me and and you were on the other side of the car you were standing on i mean you were i was outside of arm's reach yeah i did not want to get hit yeah and uh rollo walks up and he goes uh gonna be a hot one he goes you guys have everything yeah 
Sunscreen? Water? Radio gear? <laughs> it was one of the best delivered lines I've ever so had in whatever game. It was so good. And it, it broke me. Like, I, I just laughed for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, it, it's Rolo, I think, saved my life. Yeah, it probably did because you might have. My blood pressure was you, you at a bad point. You might have blown right up. Yeah. And then. I'd have uh, been like the dude from uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. And, and then you kind of started thinking clearly, like, well, yeah. luckily I, I know a guy. Yeah, and I and then that's another one. Like I, I, I love the people that I've gotten to know through the years. I, I picked up my phone and I called Rocky Erickson, yeah. and I was like, Rocky, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and I believe was the with the terms I used. And he goes, What's up? And I'm like, I'm in Billings at uh, I'm at Dallas, and I don't have any radio gear. Yeah. And Rocky, to his credit, like didn't didn't he didn't even laugh at me. I kid no. you not, he didn't even laugh at me. He goes, Right, because we had the early game, we had the four o'clock game. Yeah, it was a doubleheader. Yep. Yeah. And Rocky goes, I have Billings West uh, in the 7 o'clock game. I'll bring my gear down, set it up. You can use it, leave it, and I'll just yeah. do the next and game. And he came set it up. You didn't even have set no, it up. No, he didn't yeah. even just. He, he could have pulled into shoe. the parking lot and handed it to me, and I'd have, I would have kissed him firmly on the mouth. Yeah. And instead, he he like walked in, walked upstairs, still never, ever gave me anything, any gruff about it. Yeah. Like, he asked how I did it, um, more as a concerned grandparent than yeah. anything. I mean, he missed the, he missed the boat yeah. there in a big way. Yeah. Like, he... well, Thatcher made up for it though. Oh yeah, didn't Thatcher mention the radio gear? Probably. All right, Paul, I changed the batteries. All right, congratulations, <laughs> nice work. Rollo, right in the middle of the roller story. You, you can tell you're a parent. You're just had batteries on you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we're we're with Rolo. So uh, again, uh, hats off to uh, Rocky Erickson. He comes in, sets the gear up, walks yeah. away, does not give me any gruff at all. Yeah. And then John Thatcher, as you said, had mentioned it about 2.4 billion times in the broadcast and yeah. then proceeded to pick up my phone and call everyone that he knew in my uh, contact yeah. list. Yeah, he's laughing at you. Yeah. And 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 that's all I mean, you should like he's like, oh, I wish I had your wife's number. I'd call and tell her. I'm like, well, here, go ahead. Yeah. Like, I deserve it. I mean, it's it's all on yeah. me. So and I was it was still even though Rolo's line kind of diffused everything. I didn't even want to tell anybody. <laughs> I mean, like, you're not even there. I'm talking to some of the coaches. I'm like, I, I didn't know. You know, usually I'm like, ding dong, forgot his equipment. But no, nah, yeah. I was because I knew you were so you mad. were so upset. I was so mad. <laughs> so, so mad. But yeah. Are you looking for a place to host a special event or a party? Or just looking for a drink served by the best mixologist in town? Look no further than 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino. Take a step back in time and enjoy some of our signature cocktails, such as an old-fashioned or a pink mink. Stop in for happy hour Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. and 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday for $2 cans of your favorite beer or two for five seltzers or well mixers. Or try one of our tap beers for just $5 along with weekly specialty cocktails. Located underneath the Miners Hotel where Butte locals receive a 20% discount on rooms, 51 Below has live music every Friday night. So stop by 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino for a good time with good friends and great drinks. And don't forget to dial 5. Shop where the champions shop at Dig City Supply. The Fan Gear headquarters for all things Montana Tech is right across the street from the Uptown Parking Garage on Park Street. Not only can you get your Charlie or Digger fix, but we carry the area's largest selection of Montana and Montana State apparel, as well as Butte High, Butte Central, and all the elementary school gear. Dig City is also home to the exclusive licensed Butte Icon shirt collection. We partnered with cherished Butte institutions to offer one-of-a-kind graphic tees from places like the Silverbow Drive-In, Beef Trail Ski Area, Bonanza Freeze, 
in our brand new Evil Knievel designs. Head uptown to Park Street and check out Dig City Supply and find us online at digcitysupply.com. Are you looking for somewhere to watch your favorite teams play or just somewhere to meet your friends? Or are you looking for a place to hold your big celebration or cater your private event? Look no further than Metal's Sports Bar and Grill. They can do it all. With their 31 big screen televisions, you will not miss a second of action and a full menu of cooked to perfection favorites is sure to please. Try the Vault Burger, raise fingers, or one of Chef T's specialty items. Or just enjoy a drink and some friendly company with Dave and the staff as you take in the action at Metal Sports Bar and Grill. Metal Sports Bar and Grill is located on the corner of Park and Main in historic Uptown Butte. Stop by today or check out their menu at metalsportsbarandgrill.com. Metal Sports Bar and Grill, where the food is the star. There's no story so good that a drink from Park Street Liquors won't make it better. From the finest whiskeys and regional spirits to the latest RTDs and select wines, Park Street Liquors has all the ingredients to make your parties and stories legendary. Park Street Liquors can also assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menus. You name it and Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew at 133 West Park Street or call 406-782-6278. Make your stories legendary. Luckily, I didn't see a whole lot of that upset ever. I think that's the most I've ever seen you mad at yourself. And you were completely mad at yourself. That's 100%. The thing. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you yeah. mad at other people before, but you never... You, you always dealt with them pretty good. You yeah, never, you, yeah. You, and I think even that, that, like I say, that goes back to that. Yeah. I, I think I, that was overblown too. You know, I think that's it's one of those where it, even when I was mad at someone else, I think it was I was mad at myself and you know yeah. taking it out on someone yeah. else. Well, I always, I mean, you, people would be annoy you. Like, remember the guy came in and wanted to sing a song on overtime? You're like, no, you know, get, <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a little more diplomatic and stuff. I'd probably you're like, no, get out of here. <laughs> Like the one time we had lunch with the guy making the pitches for us, and you're like, "Yeah, no, it's not yeah, gonna no, happen. that's yeah. not gonna happen." Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just sitting there eating. But I mean, it was a nice lunch afterwards. Yeah, though. it was, it was, nice it was a nice lunch afterwards. You were you were always really good at that, at dealing with stuff like that. The people because and you, and you get uh, no. and when you're on the radio, you get a lot of people who think they're your friends. Yep, you know they're listeners, and, and which which is a good. good it's yeah. a good thing, but you get some you get some strange ones mm -hmm. who come in to see you. Yes, indeed. And you you handle you handle better than I did. The the worst one I ever remember, and it was when I was very young in radio, was was an, an older lady, and um, I remember somebody knocking on the back door, and that was you know I mean everybody had a key, but then a lot of the time you forget your key or whatever, and yeah. and very rarely did like a stranger, if you will, and now I sound like a parent, a, yeah. a stranger come to the back door rather than the front door, yeah. and so with the knock at the back door, I I assumed it was someone that worked in the establishment. <laughs> And this this older lady comes barreling in, and and older is in. Like, I, she probably was loading muskets for the Civil War. Yeah. Like she she was she was she was she was an old she bird. Um, she comes barging in the back door and is muttering to herself. Like and and if she was muttering to me, I have no idea what she said. <laughs> everything on her person was crocheted, nice. like everything. Hat like it felt like she had an overcoat on. Um, all of her clothes, and she goes barreling out in the front office and stops at what would have been Mama Davis's uh, desk, yeah. which, of course, if Mama Davis knew anyone was doing anything at her desk, oh, would have been beat down. she would have scalped her. Yeah. Um, and I, it would have been fun to watch. 
Uh, but she sits and like is grabbing paper and writing stuff. And I'm like, ma'am, what are you doing? And, and like completely ignoring me and just continually muttering. I'm like, ma'am, you have to leave. Yeah. And she's like, why? And like started, the voice starts to raise and she starts to yell at me. And, and I like, I just didn't know what to do. I'm like, I can't, I, I don't think I can manhandle her out of the building. Can I like, yeah. am I going to get in trouble for that? <laughs> uh, and then I remember she goes on like an expletive tirade and storms back the way she came. After maybe five minutes in the front office, oh. it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. She got it. She got it off her chest anyway. Yeah, right? I guess so. And I it, like anything. There was nothing actually written. Like it was all just. Yeah. It was gibberish. Yeah. Like even worse than my handwriting. Like it was bad. <laughs> Remember, we used to get the call from Elk Park, and the guy got the hint because he'd call in and tell us how cold it was in Elk Park. Yeah. And he was just trying to help us. Yeah. He so was. we could say. So we start making fun of how cold it was in Elk Park. You know, it's 30, below, 30 above here, but it's like negative 600 in Elk Park. Yeah. You know? And we just kept saying that. And then eventually we lost the guy calling in to be yep. nice to us. Yeah, he was. He he stopped. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, that still goes. Like, I still will talk about how cold it is in Elk Park. Like, yeah. that's still stuck. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it is colder in Elk Park. Oh, it always is. Yeah. I mean, like, right now it's probably below zero up there. Yeah. I mean, it's just always cold in Elk Park. We could just hear this guy, like, thump in his chest. It's seven below in Elk Park. You know, and <laughs> and we're you're still like, alive. How are you proud of that? <laughs> yeah. On, man. It was like it was, yeah, and and I don't know if that's why he was calling. He was no. probably just he was being nice, just trying to share a tidbit for us so yeah. we know how cold it's to tell people. Yeah, because that's our we're poo pooing on this guy that's trying to help <laughs> us. Fun that is that yeah, is we our were, mo. We were assholes sometimes. Yeah, we were not. Yeah, we were not nice. Yeah, and and I, I don't know. Maybe I try and learn. It was from so that. it was so hard not to do that though. I mean, it just because yeah. we don't have that. Yeah, we don't have that where we can't say it. You know, I always had that where I had to say it. Yeah, you know, I, I I remember the one girl like I told her, the, the prettiest girl in school in junior high. Kids were teasing her that she's fat, and somebody says that, or they're telling her, she kept going on and she wasn't fat. And uh, no, but it's grade school. But it's, it, yeah, it was junior high. It was at seventh eighth grade, whatever. And I said, hey, I don't, I don't think you're fat. And she looked at me. She her face turned red. She said, thank you. You know, like really. I said, I just think you're big bone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had to say it, and yeah. I, 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 you know, I could have, I could have dated the prettiest girl in school, probably, but then I, yeah. So I ended up. No, I, I don't think up, you could have. So been. I ended up having to, I had to marry a girl from, you know, five years behind us in school, <laughs> who didn't know me in, in school, which is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, because trust me, I, I, Shannon and I have talked about that. Where if we would have met in high school, like yeah. there would never have been a chance later in life for, yeah. for her to be anywhere near me. Yeah. I was just not a nice person. Yeah, you're good at art, though. Yeah, that, that's Some not good. Art projects. That's not going to turn any heads. I yeah. mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, the the the, the, the smart ass artist doesn't uh, when get the no. Girls. I, I you know maybe other smart ass artists you know were able to to, to score, but not I had I had zero luck in that category. Yeah, yeah. And you still you're still pretty talented art. I mean, obviously you, you know not just lose that. You drew your tattoos. Mm-hmm. I did. You didn't do, you don't put them on yourself, but you gave no. them the model, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd still like to, and and especially now with Saul, you know, Saul's talented, much like like your daughter. Yeah, um, I, I like to be in part of it a little bit. And so now there, there's a lot of creativity being used as far as here, you know, at tech, as far as uh, publications, and you know, even yeah. even stuff for like social media and that that kind yeah. of stuff is fun, you know. And being around real creative people, yeah, um, I, it's it's pretty cool. Are you are you behind those? I noticed as soon as you started working here, I saw some football coaches giving their updates after school after practice no that no that's that? that's not that's that's all the coaches which oh. i love that stuff yeah. and i think people I, I, love I just that because that started right after you yep. started. Nope. i thought maybe no nope. i think they did last year too i nope. think they i think they did positions position coaches last year too yeah 
uh, which is pretty cool. But I, I would suppose a lot of that comes from Kyle, uh, Kyle Torgerson too. I think he, I think he pushes a little bit in that that respect, and yeah. that dude is talented. Like the stuff he does, as far as um, you know, arts and, and putting together publications. The and coach, that the player. Oh, the player. Yeah, they, because the, Cody's, the, Cody's here too, right? Yep, coach and, yep, and his Kyle. Yep. Okay. Middle middle brother. <laughs> and he middle does brother. that, huh? Yeah, he is talented. Cody's a good uh, referee. Okay. In basketball. I, I did a lot of He's refereeing with him. Yeah. And he carried me pretty hard. It's a great family. I mean, they're yeah. just good people, you know, yeah. and, and that's that's something that I I really, you know, through the years, and, and I you have a little bit different perspective on this than I do because calling games in football, like I, I just don't get down to the field. Yeah. You know, and I don't know the football players like I know other sports. You know, yeah. in basketball, we're sitting on the floor. We're sitting, we're talking to guys and, and, and gals and, yeah. and all the athletes, and you, you know them personally, uh, even much easier to spot them, you know, via eye. Yeah. Um, but getting to know a lot more of the football players now, uh, you know, through the years, because I, I just, I don't, like, I don't interject myself. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't go down to the field afterwards. And, uh, you know, getting to know some of those guys yeah. now, is it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I love being on the sidelines for tech football games all those yeah. years. That was I, one of my favorite things is be at those games. And that was before Joe... Even before Joe McLaughlin came and kind of turned it into an event. Yeah. You know, it's not just a, it was kind of almost like a second level high school game. Yeah. You know, atmosphere. Yeah. The game, yeah, the, it, the game was always really good, yep. but the atmosphere was kind of like that. I still love being there. I'd love being on the sideline. You know, it's funny. Uh, Jim Conan and I were talking about it the other day at practice that um, both of us, and, and luckily he and I agreed, and, and JT was the one that was dissenting us, is, um, like I love being on the sidelines to watch practice. Yeah. Like I, I like watching guys work out and, and how the, the drills, how they're run. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'll take my booth over anything. Uh, I'll take sitting yeah. in my booth, watch and doing a game. And, and it's and, a great view up there too. It, it is. And you can see everything, you know, as long you're, as you're not, not a night game and the sun's yeah, you're trying to die. Uh, but I, I like being able to see everything, you know, yeah. a lot of times on the, on the field, you can't see everything. And I, I like being able to sit up and, yeah. And see it from that kind of bird's eye view. So, yeah, that's all. That's where I'll take it. Yeah. Do you have the same booth as you did before? Radio, uh, no, we've we moved off? a little bit. Yeah, we moved. We're uh, originally, I think we were in where I am now. I believe was the visitors' coaches. Wow. Um, they were next to each other. The coaches' booths were next to each other and, for a few and years. And those walls are thin. Oh yeah, it was. It was not a great idea, and luckily that's been that's been rectified. Yeah. So they moved us over there, and it gets me closer to. Um, you know, the, the kind of hub where all the video was being done and, and yeah. uh, all the hard stuff, all I do is just talk. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. You, you looking forward to this new venture? You're yeah, pretty excited very much about it? so. I, and I just, I don't know. I, I think you and I are, we, 80% of our conversations are about this stuff. You know, it's yeah. always, it always comes down to sports and especially local sports. I mean, I, I look forward to tech Carol with, I mean, the vigor of a five-year-old in Christmas. Like, I just can't wait. I cannot wait yeah. until next week. I wish we had more time, but I can't wait until next week. Yeah. You know, I mean... It, it, Thursday night game. Yeah. I mean, under the lights, you, you get out. And it, I would assume, I think we're safe to say it's going to be our biggest crowd in a long time. And and I think, I truly think we are going to be looking at what might be our biggest crowd ever. Really? I don't think that's much of a stretch. You know, you've got Carroll, who's 15 in the country. Uh, Montana Tech is 16 in the country. Tech took a huge jump from the uh, the last poll of the year last year to yeah. the preseason poll this Which year. Which is nice to see. Yeah, that's I mean, you and I whine and cry about that that poll yeah. forever, uh, and that's something we just don't see. And, and Tech and the College of Idaho both took really big jumps in the preseason poll. Uh, Carroll stood right about where they were. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I, I think there's a lot of interest, uh, you know, not only frontier wise, but even nationally about how big a game this is. Yeah. Tech Carroll starts season. It's the best. The idea of bookends. It, yeah. it, it being a non-conference game is interesting. Oh, it counts as a non-conference. The game. first game is non-conference. Because they, yeah, they expand the conference yep. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And Arizona Christian coming. Tech actually has two opponents this year. They've never played. Yeah. Never played Arizona Christian. They've never played Central Washington. Really? Can you believe that? Like, I, uh-huh. I didn't trust my notes that took me, like, a year and a half to compile. Like, they have never played Central Washington. Nice. Isn't that crazy? That's interesting. And Arizona Christian's kind of been there a few times where we thought potential playoff team. Yeah. You know, yep. f- opponent. Yep. And they're, you know, it's a younger program. Um, But how? what kind of blackboard material do they have? So they they go to the playoffs last year um, and play well in the first round. They fall in the first round. And they join the Frontier Conference, and in the coaches' poll, they're picked sixth. <laughs> you're one of the two teams in conference that went well, to the playoffs last year yeah. and the coaches pick you sixth yeah and and they probably don't like that at all but that's more a testament to really how strong the frontier conference yeah. really is yeah because it's sixth place team in the frontier conference would win first round playoff games a lot yeah, yeah and you look at uh, northern northern plays this weekend uh rocky plays this weekend rocky dicky this weekend so that'll be yeah. that'll be a good barometer to see where Dickinson is at as opposed to where we are. Because yeah. I think Rocky will be pretty salty again. I think they'll be good. Yeah. Um, and Northern's got to get better with they they got one of the great coaches up there. Drum yeah. Sellers, I, so. I don't I don't doubt at all that they will. And it sounds like, you know, he's starting to get things in place a little bit. And, and you, you you wish him the best. You yeah. know, and Jerome's um, a good guy. You know, it's we really certainly, we saw the turnaround that, that Coach Sampson was able to do up there. Um, you know, he's certainly one of our favorite guys. And I get to see yeah. him a lot now, which I love. Yeah. Um, I, I just I hope Sowers is is able to you know, to to deal with it and and you know get Northern back up because they have a great new facility, um and it, it's pretty cool. And now Western broke ground on theirs and get them out of Vigilante soon, which will just be weird. It will be weird because uh, they kind of uh, they kind of put that you know the, the ugly stepchild uh, thing on their shoulder. You know, it's a chip yep. on their shoulder that they yep. like now having the brand new Dudsy. I hope that it doesn't change the Western. Uh, yeah, I don't think it will. Coach Norse is still there. Yeah, and I think he—it's just the way he's built too. I, I don't—I don't think it will much, but it, yeah, it, it's—it'll yeah. change things somewhat. Yeah, I called that a cow pasture. I'm gonna call him one time, and I thought he was not gonna. He goes, "Hey guys, this is the guy who called it the cow pasture," and they all come there, all shaking my hand, thanking me because they—that's what they call it down there now. Because and they—they yeah. they take pride in because it's weird because it, it grows a lot of grass here, no grass here. Yeah, you know, it's just and it's. Of course, the biggest problem that field has is it's a high school field. Yep. That uh, multi-use. Yeah, you know, you're, you're so playing many on Friday. You're playing on a rainy Friday night, and then a, you know yep. Saturday, it's it's going to get tore up. Yeah. Well, and that's I mean that, that's a lot of our history. I mean, we we all have great stories from Vigilante. Like I love that place. Yeah. Same with Blue Pony. Yeah. You know the amount of fun we had at Blue Pony games. You know the the amount of different places I have called games at Blue Pony is crazy. Yeah. You know I've called games twice from a car. Um, two different times in two different cars. I remember calling games from the stands several times, like yeah. three or four times. Well, you were in the, the car stands. when the kid had the 90 yard punt, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was down there. It was so cold. That wind was so cold. I remember, I think I was outside for the d- game that Adam Cotton had the negative punt because the wind was blowing so hard and yeah. he drilled it and it went straight up and it just. Because yeah. he boomed him. He hit the. Oh, yeah. He, he was outstanding. If he kicked it in Dallas, he'd hit that Jerry Vision sign. Truly. Hit the TV up there. Yeah, and I remember that thing just sailing behind him and just 
Out, <laughs> if I remember right, it went out the back of the end zone. I think yeah. it was a safety punting from like the 20 or something. Yeah. You know, you're just like, oh my. So that's yeah. the last time they punted that day. Yeah. But I mean, those those stories from those places and, you know, now Northern with the new facility. Yeah. And, Are you uh, going to go on the road with all the teams games? You know, as a, as a fan, probably. Yeah. Um, but, but not just, broadcasting. You just, the, you just broadcast yeah. the home games. Yeah. Yeah, with with the stream, you know, we'll, we'll yeah. just be doing we're doing the YouTube, the video stream, um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to that. We'll have it, you know, on on Go Diggers. Uh, you can obviously find it through the Montana Tech Athletic page. Um, you know, we have a lot of people chime in that are around the country, which I love. Like I, I love that being able to to say hi. You know, we get Tucker Thatcher in in Texas, and wow. uh, we get a lot of the old alum and a lot of the Hall of Fame guys. You know, will yeah. will chime in, and um, it's it's that's still important to those guys. It is it is a ton. That means a yeah. lot. And and that's, I don't know. And that's where, you know, I, I could get in trouble with others, but that's why we're different, in my mm-hmm. opinion. That's where, you know, I, I think I think the 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 digger green is, is a lot deeper than in yeah. a lot of places. And and I think it shows by our alumni base. I think it shows by the amount of guys and gals that come back for games, uh, the amount of people that watch the games. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's inside. Yeah. Well, Paulie, congratulations on the new gig, man. Thanks. I appreciate it, Foles. I appreciate that very Come much. See what you're doing, and uh, I'm gonna miss you on the radios in the mornings. But you never listened anyway. I listen to, whenever I'm up enough early enough. I listen. <laughs> I'm not always up early enough. Yeah, you not do your lie. best work before I get up. Thanks. Yeah. I feel like there should be a question mark but, at the end of that. Well, but I, I but I, but I've been up to hear that work. Yeah. You know, because I've been side by side with you. Yeah. For I think we we're five and a half years of. We were on together. Was that morning. what it was? Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I I, yeah, I from don't. Spring of 2012 till fall of 2017. Okay. See, look at you go. That was big brain. Yeah. That was big brain. Yeah, but don't ask me what happened yesterday. I I don't remember anything, I don't man. I just yeah. I wish I wish I remembered things yeah. better, but I just don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, Paul, I appreciate your time, buddy, and happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate and, it uh, greatly. Let you get out here and start. Be fun. Uh, we'll bring in the, the dancers and, and the cake oh. right after we get out Yeah, there. I'm sure they're right outside the locked door. Yeah. I can't wait. This is going to be exciting. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. It's Thanks, good catching Paul's. up with you. Appreciate it, man, very much. Yeah. Roll digs. Proud to be from you.